Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Say hi to the people. Hey. Hey. The triumphant return. The triumphant return, yes. Of the podcast. <laughs> What's it been? 16 years? It only feels like it. Well, that's, a lot's happened in the last last month or so. At least in the old personal lives. So, what have you been up to? Few things. Few things. You, you, you had more stuff than me. I stay at home and I, I come up with D and D scenarios and watch shows that have been out for years, well, and then I, get obsessed with them and have no one to talk about them with because people have already watched them well, and forgotten. Y- yes. Um, well, let's see. That's my day to day. I started a new job. Yeah, that's exciting. Are you rich now? Have you started? So rich. Have you started building your vault to put the gold coins in? Well, every oil baron needs a, a vault. So sure. I mean, Makes obviously. Uh, Is that how Scrooge McDuck came about his money? Is he an oil baron? Or how did that end up happening? I'm I not don't sure. Know. It's been a while since I've watched Ducktales, and I have not poked the head in on that uh, new show yet. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh I don't know. I, I, they probably never actually address it. I don't think they do in the original show. They probably cuz you can't leave stuff unaddressed in like new stuff. Although I would There has gu- to be a reason gu- for everything. I guarantee you there's like 17 origin stories. Like like every season there's a new story of like how Scrooge got his start. And it's always something so it's a little like the different. Joker and his scars, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um. So yeah, start a new job. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved into a new house. Yes, yes, we did. It's the biggest mansion I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, it, it makes, there's a bowling alley. Please don't undersell it, Alex. We worked hard for this house. Uh, you're right. I apologize. <laughs> It it's makes... the most gigantic fucking mansion I've ever seen. Holy shit. It makes John Cena's Coke mansion. Oh, yeah. Look like. Dwarfs it, really. A you, trailer. You need like one of those hats, like the Italian mobster casual hat, Whoa. you know? Oh, those hats. And then great. you can complete the look. Then of you got to sit Coke outside with owner. like the, the white uh, t shirt on with the suspenders. Yes. With like the cup of wine. Just waiting mm-hmm. to die. See, someone's going to drive by and murder you. You're not the Coke dealer living in the Coke <laughs> mansion, Bob. You're the guy who launders the money for all the Coke dealers. Well, so here's the deal. Like, you never want to be, you, you never want to be the dealer. You never want to be the Don. You want to be the money guy. Because the Don is the one who gets targeted. You know, you always want to you, you, You'll never have as much money, but you're also got much better chances of living. And the other the other scumbags, they want you alive because when they take over the business, they need someone to run it. They yeah. need you, right. Well, and then you know where all the money is. Yeah. So You have value. Exactly. Unless they then know where all the money is, in which case you may be in trouble. See, it all comes back to that... Uh, that uh, movie with Russell Crowe. What was it? A Beautiful Mind, where he basically figured out you should never go for the top. You always got to go for number two. Because if you go for the top, you're going to fail. 
before I forget, I have something important to bring up. <laughs> and I've brought this up before to Bob. Oh, okay. gonna, but I'm going to go to the head of the household. Smart. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just jumping to the top. Smart. To try to appeal to the most evil person I know. All right. Bob the dog at the old home, mm-hmm. he could get up on the couch and he could look out the window and he could see the world. Survey his kingdom, if you yes. will. Yes. Bob the dog in the new home has no such access. Doesn't this really. is fucking horseshit. <laughs> Criminal, one might say. Ridiculous. We're you got those a cat tree. <laughs> two big windows upstairs and there's nothing there for him to sit on. I demand, demand Bob the dog gets something to sit on okay. so he can look out the window. All right. We'll, we'll this see. needs to happen. We'll see if we can't facilitate that for you, Alex. Well, I'm glad somebody's looking out for Bob the dog. Somebody has to. This is fucking ridiculous. It is criminal. It is funny because there isn't like a good spot for like sun for him. And he needs that. He needs to bask. Yeah. So he's been coming down here. And from this window in the corner, there's like the saddest ray of sunlight. And he just curls up in it and like follows it throughout the morning. If we're down here, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little dejecting. It's a little sad. This is, this is, this, with this new information brought to light, I'm even more upset. I'm hoping. Should I get an artificial sun? That would be preferable. Vitamin D lights for him. I'm hoping that by the time we do this podcast again, hopefully two weeks from now, there will be a seat for Bob the dog upstairs by the window, or there will be problems. I Noted. I know where you live. Noted. I I am curious because in two weeks, by then, we should in theory have feedback from our listener on the audio quality too. I am curious because I'm hearing a fair amount of echo. Well, he's just gonna have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. As well, it is, would it's say. until we get more furniture down here. You're gonna it's get a going lot. to be echoey. yeah. Once the, we get a sofa, sofa. Hmm. Have we told that story on here? We must have. The sofa story? I don't know that we have told oh my God. the okay. sofa story. So, Alex, I feel like we have. But Real quick, I have a solution for the audio echoes. We take a blanket, three blankets. Mm-hmm. We each put the blanket over ourselves. No more echo. We could build. We could build a yurt. A yurt. <laughs> we did that in the old house. <laughs> or we could just take a blanket and no, 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 put no, it no, over no, ourselves no, 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 and no. The yurt worked death. pretty well. The it yurt. was just one of those things that was like... This is too, an eyesore. Too ridiculous because it filled up that whole room downstairs. And see, I was like, we can't leave this up because we'll look like maniacs. See, we could actually probably more that successfully do the yurt here because we have room to breathe. <laughs> we have room to yurt, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to be doing that again. But yurt. <laughs> All it takes is like some PVC pipe and a bunch of moving blankets. Look, all I'm saying is <laughs> I, I'm sure there's going to be an echo. The sound's probably just bouncing off the walls and hitting the microphone 45 times. But have you heard some people that do podcasts? Their audio quality is fucking abysmal. There's a, uh, a tabletop podcast that I have tried to start several times. I think it's Friends at the Table. And by all accounts, their audio now 
is really, really good. I apologize, Erica. I need to interrupt you for a second. Bob, we talked about this before the podcast. Do not bang the table. And what'd you do? We're like five fucking minutes in and you bang the goddamn table. This is ridiculous. Fucking clown shoes operation here. Uh, Clown show. But, you know. But their audio, it's unlistenable. It's because it's just, it's just like you they're want all, to, but it's painful. I really want to because what they're doing is really interesting. They're playing, I believe they started out with a quiet ear and they're building out the world that they're ultimately going to adventure in. And it's very interesting and like a neat way of going about creating a, a, a world for role playing. And it's just the audio is fucking garbage. And they've said you can jump into it at like times later in the podcast but i'm a maniac and must listen to everything of course so i'm like no i have to start from the beginning i've tried it like several times and i just i just can't well you can't just like listen to a part what if you miss something really good it could be missing pivotal information fomo exactly i will say you know obviously like we you know, we're not super serious about this. We we enjoy doing it, and we want to do it regularly. But, you know... And we, we enjoy it enough that we, we yeah. dropped some money and some good microphones. But, you know, we we didn't spend, like, a fortune on our equipment. And, yeah, we're, we're probably going to have to figure out, you know, how to reduce the echo um, a little bit. But, you know, whether it's through furnishing our home or whatever. Stuff. But... The number of podcasts out there that are like, quote unquote, serious podcasts with terrible audio is just so mind boggling. Well, and to me, if you're going to ask me for money for your podcast, for your content, you have to have good sound or I will not even consider it. And it's not that hard. It's really not. It's not. It's not. You know, Erica, I think you're just going to have to fall on the sword and buy a bunch of stuff to fill up your lower level so there's less echo. I mean, this is, I know it's going to be hard. It all right. Be. I, I have, a, I have a hard time difficult. spending money. It's a difficult thing for me. Yes. Now, Alex, just imagine you're sitting here in a nice big sectional surrounding this lovely fireplace. Yeah. And you're ready to watch some television or play some Xbox. Uh-huh. And then you press a button. Yeah. And from the heavens, a TV folds down in front of the fireplace and displays perfectly for you in a nice height. And then when you're done, it folds back up. So you have the brilliance of the fireplace at your disposal. See, what we're going to do is we're going to file this under shit that's never going to (laughs) happen. So... You know, Bob. You keep dreaming. It would be very tasteful. You, you keep dreaming. I'm liking the picture you're painting. <laughs> or imagine, imagine the sectional wraps around, right? Like it's not like an L-shaped sexual sectional. It's like a, a it's U. like a U. Yeah. Yeah. That would look really nice. This is a pretty good idea, Bob. See? Alternatively. Okay, let's say you're not about the fold down for whatever reason. What sort of lunatic isn't about the fold down? I don't know. Do you know anyone that isn't into the fold down? I don't know. I don't know. But let's say you're not into the fold down. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
What if you instead would prefer, say, a television which rolls up mm. and could be deployed from the ceiling and just drop down straight mm. instead of folding down? You know, two, two of the people that I'm, I'm fixated on right now do live like in the UK. I could just go over there and make an attempt. And what, I'm not sure. But I could make an attempt. And maybe that would be a better, a better way of spending my time. You could move to the UK, Erica. Actually, not just two. More than two. Hmm. Interesting. And then... Interesting. I could move in to the Coke Mansion. <laughs> and Bob and I would never have to see each other. But when we did, when we did, there would be a sweet fold-down TV waiting to entertain and that us. sounds like a lovely life for the two of you you should pursue that there we go yeah there definitely. we go definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Bob. Mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking of podcasts a very large popular podcaster oh alex went and got himself oh, alex. a little bit of covid you need one I, really, I need one of these fuckers just to drop the fuck dead. Uh, just so everyone knows, we do not condone or hope that anyone dies as a result of COVID-19. <laughs> you speak for yourself. But if they did, <laughs> it may be funny. <laughs> I had this conversation back when uh, uh, Dear Leader uh, caught it. Uh, what was it? The end of last year? Who can even fucking remember anymore? Mm-hmm. But, Isn't it amazing to think about the fact that we're in September. Remember when it was a new year and people are like, all right, hopefully COVID's going to be behind us. We're going to get people vaccinated soon. We're going to have a great year. It's going to be a great year, right? It can't be as bad as the last year. <laughs> in 2021. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, hey, motherfucker. You ain't seen nothing yet. One of my, my favorite kind of uh, things to come out of all of this fucking garbage is like, uh, I've seen, uh, uh, it's like a comic of um, uh, uh, just debunking the end. Have you read Watchmen, the graphic novel? Uh, seen the I movie? have. It's been a long time. But So the ending is basically like they, and spoilers for a thousand year old comic book, they, uh, uh, the villain of the piece uh, sends an alien to destroy New York City and it's, it's unites humanity and peace reigns and it's like oh oh you dumb motherfucker that's not what would happen at all no if aliens invaded half of the world would side with the aliens against their own human mm-hmm. race and oh that never Correct. happened there was no aliens in new york what are you talking about it would it what it would be is it would be half-life the invaders would invade yep and then we would take up arms against our own people Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Look at look at Bob the dog. Have you ever seen a dog so happy? He got carpet. He got carpet in his life. Oh, if carpet. only there was a window he could see out of. Holy shit, he'd be so happy. He could see out of those windows. Shut up, Erica. Backyard. <laughs> That's very no, he wants to him. oversee his domain. <laughs> there, he's at eye level with the ground. 
that doesn't work mm. for King Bob the dog. Mm. King Bob the dog needs to look out a window mm. that overlooks things. All right? Peasant? King Bob the dog. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Deal with it. Um, so as far as... Uh, COVID-19. Mr. Rogan goes. Joe Rogan got COVID-19. Fingers crossed. Uh, mm. Well, hold on. So I, I did enjoy that, you know, once... Uh, you know, a few months after Biden took over in office, like a, uh, some more information came out about just how sick Donald Trump had gotten. Like, to the point that if he wasn't president of the United States, not even being rich may have actually saved him. He, like, they pulled out all the stops to keep him alive. Didn't we almost have it all? Like that that's how sick he was. Cuz he's a f- Ooh, okay. Sorry. I I there's been a little rage. Erica, lately, why don't but you, I've been tamping down. Why don't you say what you want to say but in a nice way? I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't think I'm capable of that, Alex. Hmm. But that was unfortunate. But that that's just the thing that's like it's so annoying. I, and now because if anybody, if and, and you could say that nobody deserves to die from it, if anybody fucking deserved to die from it, it was that fat fuck. Now he, so but we don't want him to die, just to be clear. <laughs> so the, the shitty thing is, you can't have him die because then he becomes a martyr, and you can't have that. No, that fucker can't be a martyr. No, so you've got so. Anyways, back to back to Joe, fucking Joe Rogan. Rogan, not Biden. Um, you know, so he gets out there and he, you know, he he won't. He he hasn't been vaccinated, right? No, of course. Yeah, not. okay. So he's he been w- very much against the vaccine. So he, he he's so against the vaccine, but he is willing to take a horse dewormer. And and yes, I do realize I do realize that um, it does have legitimate. Um, it's a legitimate uses, strategy. Uses as a medication for humans as well, um, but none of those things have been tested, re COVID nineteen or proven to work uh, in treating COVID nineteen. Um, so, so Joe Rogan is more than willing to experiment and take risks on a medication uh, now that his life is in danger instead of, you know, just taking a vaccine which has been tested and used by millions of people with almost no side effects. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. (laughs) But what if one day down the road... Eons from now, there are side effects. What if that happens? Bob? I can't wait for him to get side effects eons from now from the horse dewormer <laughs> that he's taking <laughs> that hasn't been tested to treat COVID nineteen. I just it's 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 a, like all I want to do is just curl into like a little ball and just ignore everything and just just watch mindless TV. All all I want, honestly is for all the people who took the vaccine to just magically wake up a year after they get the vaccine and they've just gained 15 pounds of sheer muscle all over their body. 
and that's the side effect. And then everyone who took the horse dewormer wakes up one day and they've lost 15 pounds of muscle mass all over their body and they've grown a horse tail. And we all just, we've all got like Henry Cavill arms. Yeah. And that's just the way that shit is. I mean, is Henry Cavill's abs not the best character on The Witcher? (laughs) No, the bard is, but close second. Fuck you. Fuck you. Have you oh, seen those abs? Okay. Have you seen that uh, yes, she has shoulders? Seen They're magnificent. Yes, she has, because this is the new obsession. This is, is the new the hotness, Witcher. Alex. Mm-hmm. I has... don't know where it came from either. It came out of fucking nowhere. I was just minding my own business last week, and then I don't know where I'm like, you know what I should rewatch? I watched it when we first brought the baby home, and I don't remember fucking any of it. Let me watch The Witcher. We'll throw it on. Season two's coming up in December. What do I have to watch? I got nothing going on. Fine, sure. And then, of course, it's like, oh, oh, oh. Because you needed something else to obsess over. Just grabbed you by the fucking throat, and now here we fucking are. It's, it's, it's a sickness, is what it is, Alex. It's you, a sickness. You know, Bob, you too could look like Henry Cavill. <laughs> All you have to do <laughs> is work out eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Never eat anything ever again that has sugar or salt Mm -hmm. or any taste at all. Yeah. And do that for like five years. Just forever. That's it now. And you could achieve that body. Here is the thing, though, with him. It's weird because he is like like Superman Henry Cavill. Yeah. Does nothing for anybody. I have pulled this with. Some because the mine. body is covered up. Not, not even that. Not even that. And he doesn't have the long hair. Not, you got to have the long hair. The long hair is key. He just looks better dirty. Yeah. And some people just do. He does you're, not look you're, good You're imagining up. being in the mud with him. Shabams. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I think it would actually take six months, not five years. To look like Henry Cavill? Are you taking HGH and steroids? No. No, I'm just I'm just talking about from where I am right now. I would have to lose about thirty pounds of fat and put on fifteen pounds of muscle, and that's doable in six months. But here's the problem: I work. You have you have a life. I have yes. I, I, I I have a child and a lovely wife. Um, and he definitely spoke about potato chips for about 45 minutes before you came over today. So I don't know if the, the, the no more salt thing going to work out. So Erica, okay. Erica, I don't know if you know this, but there is no subject Bob enjoys discussing more oh, no, I'm aware of this. than food. I'm sitting here minding my own fucking business. I'm on Tumblr. I'm looking at gifts with a cute fucking bard from The Witcher. Wait a second. And this one's over here. Wait a second. Yeah, that's right. Tumblr? Yeah. I thought that website vanished when they took the porn off of it. No, just all the porn is gone now. So, like, what's left? Not much. (laughs) (laughs) Not much, my friend. Not much. It's a barren landscape, but there's some of us still there. The Mad Max Fury Road wasteland, if you will. Hmm. So he's talking about potato chips. And he's just talking about potato chips. And I'm like, dude, go put Izzy down then and get a fucking potato chip. We got to a point where he's like, do we we have potatoes? How about oil? Do we have oil? And I'm like, you do not make potato chips. Go to the 7-Eleven. 
go to the Jewel or the plethora of other grocery stores that are not a five minute drive away and get yourself from fucking chips, man. Because I, I just, what, what are we even talking about? What is this, con- what is that even a conversation? He's just listing chips. And it's like, what are we doing? I'm just here looking at pictures and gifts of Henry Cavill's abs and his chest and his shoulders. Wow, there's his butt. It's incredible, too. I will say he does have very nice shoulders. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Anyway. <laughs> that's what happens. Anyway. And all of a sudden, I got to hear about fucking potato chips. You know who's never had a potato chip in his fucking life? Clearly, Henry Cavill. <laughs> it's like Finn Balor. I have spe- <laughs> I have speculation that sugar has never entered that man's body. No, if he had sugar, he would die. He would just I, his heart would seize and he would die. I truly believe if he started eating one chocolate chip cookie while he was in the middle of it, two abs would vanish. Is he still fucking around? I, yeah. I pay no attention to WWE. Yeah, he's, he's not on the main roster, yeah. yeah. He's in like some... He's probably going to be feuding with Roman shortly. I am also at the head of the table. You are? Like Roman Reigns. <laughs> Is that what they say about him? He's a, he's the head of the table. Okay. I don't I, I don't even read He's the only on good... He, hey, the clips of Roman Reigns being a massive asshole are the only good things in WWE. Okay. Everything else sucks. Okay. It's all horrible. Speaking yeah. of WWE really quick, they're <laughs> we probably... Haven't, we, haven't, we haven't had some Nia Jax hate in a while. Well, so. Oh, I actually forgot about that, but thank you. <laughs> no problem. I think it's funny that one of the reasons they're probably going to lose Adam Cole, not that Vince McMahon cares about some dork who's like five foot eight. He does not care about Adam Cole. But... I do think it's funny that one of the reasons they're probably going to lose him is he said he would not resign if they're going to make him lose his Twitch channel because he loves just getting on there and playing video games and chilling out. And they want everything to be under their umbrella and they must be in control. And that's probably one of the major reasons he's going to leave or he's left already. Now, well, how many subscribers does he have? He could be making decent money from. I don't that. know if he. I, I don't know if it's like that. Like I don't know if it's a huge money maker. I haven't really looked at it. Uh, I just think for him, he just enjoys getting on there, playing some games, and having a good time with his friends. I could see that. No. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have somebody, some rich old fuck, take that away from me. Speaking of Nia Jax, she was back at it, Bob. Oh God, what'd she do? So she was actively trying to murder Charlotte. Now, keep in mind, before in the past, she has dropped Charlotte right on her fucking head. And I think Charlotte is at her tipping point where she just doesn't give a shit anymore. Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be like, I like, listen, you guys allegedly like give a shit about me. You push me to the moon. I don't lose in this company. Why am I still wrestling her? Why she do I have unsafe. to be injured? Why do you keep doing this to me? So in the in the middle of the match, Naya does a backdrop or something and drops Charlotte. Is it not like flat on her back? Drops her right on her fucking shoulder slash head. I can't believe she didn't dislocate her shoulder, honestly, because I feel like I've seen Naya do the same thing to Bailey and she did dislocate her shoulder. But uh, which is not a fun injury, by the way. No, no, it is not. So, 
Charlotte at then gets pissed off and starts slapping her. Like the match completely fell apart and it gets into like worked shoot territory all of a sudden. Basically disaster is what I would say. Yeah. Starts slapping her a little bit, starts roughing her up. And then Naya got mad and slapped her back a little bit. And then Charlotte was like, you know what? Never mind about that. That wasn't too much fun. <laughs> Runs off the ropes. Jumps on Naya's back. Naya goes to do something. Charlotte's like, uh-uh. Turns it into like a headlock and grinds down. Like you could tell she laid in that headlock to tire her out. Yep. And the whole thing just devolved into a fucking disaster. It just, it's kind of a, it just a little like microcosm of just, I, I can't just. Rock it, blood. That's what it is. But it is the idea that there are still people who subject themselves. And that's what you're doing. You're subjecting yourself. Yes. To three hours of Raw on a Monday and then two hours of SmackDown. I don't know the fuck that airs anymore. Fox. Fridays. Okay. And then NXT, like, I don't don't understand. How you can do this? It's well, like, and NXT as it is is over. They're rebranding. Oh no, that. I knew that. Yeah, it's a total failure. I AEW crushed them out of existence. Good for fucking. Remember AEW. when NXT was going to expand worldwide and have territories uh-huh. all over the place? Yep. Yeah, that's over. Yeah, that's done. Ski. Tony Khan crushed that fucking dream. Good. Because honestly, and we've talked about this at length. It's just. You'd watch NXT, you'd get excited about the people who were down there, they'd put on amazing matches, and then the instant they got a whiff of the main roster, geeks. All Pointless of them. geeks. Did you see... With the exception of, of Roman. Did you see the outfit they put Karrion and Cross in when he debuted on the geeks main roster? Like, it was like the most... Who did this most... guy piss off? I don't know how to describe it other than knockoff BDSM gear that you bought from like a 7-Eleven. It was like, it, it looked like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but like from Spirit Halloween. Yes. It was bad. It really did look like they just went to the nearby, the local Halloween store and, it, and just grabbed it's something. It's shocking to watch them like think that that's gonna work because you you know you're gonna put this guy out there and he looks like a fucking dweeb you're not doing him any favors right from jump well and then scarlet's not there with him because she's off been off for a while because of some sort of problem Mm -hmm. and so without scarlet he is just generic idiot Number five billion. But you're gonna they're gonna do the same thing they do with all the monsters that they try to push. He's gonna have a, a dominating run for a couple of weeks against a bunch of other geeks, and then he will get fed to Roman Reigns and he will get decimated. And then he will get shuffled back to wherever the fuck on the card and no one will care about him ever At again. At least Roman's character is great now, so I don't have a problem theoretically with Roman just beating everyone. Because at least the character is great. When he was just like being shoved down your throat with this shitty baby face character for years, then it was frustrating. But now, like, he's the guy. Mm. It took him forever. Mm. But, but he, he is there. finally the guy. But the other thing that annoys me, and I, I have been trying to watch AEW on, uh, on Wednesdays, and it's mm-hmm. something that WWE used to do too, 
it was like if the if the uh, uh, heels started beating on somebody, then like the other baby faces would like come out and help, you know? Yes. And Isn't like it amazing. I'm like, oh, this is like the most basic thing. Like people have friends. There's like interaction between the the characters on your television show. It's not all just in these silos that don't have anything to do with each other yeah. unless the Royal Rumble is a few weeks away. It's like it's a it's an ongoing story that kind of makes some sense. Wow. What, a, what a world. Crazy. And that's, it's, I've been, because uh, uh, when Punk came back, I have a couple friends who, they were like, oh, you don't really talk about wrestling anymore. And I'm like, because it's been fucking garbage. But now I've, I've been like, uh, you know, if you want to, uh, uh, for the pay-per-view on Sunday, I was like, if you guys want to come and check it out, I mean, now's the time to jump in. Well, and the truth is, AEW's been great basically since it started. And, and that's through, you know, if you think about it, AEW had this really hot start right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. They're selling out all these buildings. They're doing great. And then, boom, COVID hits. And they kept their audience through COVID for the most part mm-hmm. with NXT counter-programming them. Mm-hmm. And they've come, they not only killed NXT, completely dead, but they've come out of it stronger and now they're in a position to just explode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, I know you guys aren't watching this season of The Challenge, so you, we can't really talk about it, which is fine. We have we have plenty of time. <laughs> but, you know, the change in ratings and the growth isn't going to be reflected right away, right? So it's like The Challenge. Like, this season is down 50% from last season. That is not a reaction to this season. That's a reaction to last season, probably. Yeah. You know, and now it's being reflected in the ratings because people were like, okay, I'm going to see this season through because I've started it, but I'm not enjoying myself. And then they didn't come back for the next one. And it's sort of like the opposite with wrestling now where it's like, oh, shit, Punk's back and maybe Adam Cole's going to come in. And more than likely, Brian Danielson will be coming in. That, you know, the word of mouth's going to get out there and it's going to build. Because it's it's a lot of lapsed fans. It's people like me who got driven. Because we, like, say 10 years ago, whenever the fuck, like, uh, uh, punk left and uh, Brian had his fucking run. He had all the shirts. I was buying merch. We were going to shit. We had the fucking uh, uh, network. But even before that, we were buying pay-per-views. We were having people over. We're like, dude, watch wrestling. It's fucking great. It's it's a, it's a blast. And then it was just like you get it, it beats the love of it out of you because it's like, what are we even? What is this anymore? I think I saw, do you remember Triple H cut that promo like five years ago or something where he was like, he was making fun of the people who complain about the show and my friend Mark is going to complain, but he'll still watch next week. Like, do you remember this promo? I vaguely remember it. He was basically just ripping on people for complaining, but then they still show up the next week. And there are a fair amount of people that that's true about, but Someone was like, you know, it's funny he cut that promo, and since then they've shed like four million viewers weekly. Because you can't <laughs> like, keep shitting on my head and expecting me to say thank you for the hat. You just can't. Yeah. Well, and every everyone reaches a breaking point. 
you know, and I, th- and it depends on the medium and, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of factors that go into it, you know, for something like wrestling, where for a lot of people, you know, it's part of a routine, you know, wrestling is on every single week. It, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard. Once you're in a routine, it's hard to break that. Like even if even if the show is shit, you're gonna keep watching, and you're gonna watch a lot longer than you probably oh, should. I used to watch. I would sit down and watch Raw every Monday. Yeah, three hours. This is this is just what I do on Monday nights, and I tweet and I bitch, and then one day it was just like, I can't do this anymore. But when you when you lose somebody in that kind of like in in that kind of situation. You really fucked up because there is very little chance of that person coming back. You know, you can have um, you can have a bad season of baseball, for example, right? Like, okay, the Cubs are dog shit. There is no reason to watch the Cubs. There are a lot of people who are just not going to watch a lot of the remaining My games. My dad isn't watching. Yeah. My dad, but as Mr. As, Cub, is not watching. But as soon as they come, as soon as they got a better roster and they're playing better, people will watch again. Yes, you know. But with wrestling, they're they these people are going to be. But people expect that out of professional sports, that there are going to be bad seasons. You're going to go through cycles. With wrestling, though, I don't know that people think that way, and I think. If you lose someone, if w, every viewer that WWE loses, and the longer they stay gone, the less likely they ever have of getting them back, especially now that there's competition. As long as Vince McMahon is in charge, there is no reason to watch WWE. There just isn't, because it's not going to change. Because mm-hmm. you might get excited about somebody. Oh, hey, so-and-so came up in NXT. Sami Zayn, he had a great run in NXT, didn't he? Asuka, she was awesome in NXT. You come up, you don't matter. You're just another fucking dweeb. Yeah, and here's the thing, you know, we've alluded to it, but obviously the big news was like, what, two weeks ago or whatever, CM Punk returned and he came back to AEW. And the way they did it was very interesting because they didn't outright say CM Punk will be on Rampage this Friday, but well, what they, they did was they saw it was like, oh, we're gonna have a rampage at the at the United Center. Well, it was it was like the the dirt sheets had leaked it, like CM Punk is coming back to AEW. Yes, I and do then right that. away, it might have even been a planted leak, and then right away, if they were smart, yeah, AEW uh, says, hey guys, we have this show coming. United Center, Chicago, Rampage, the first dance we're calling it. And everyone was like, holy shit, Punk's coming back on this show. And so they effectively told you without telling you, and we're so used to pro wrestling fucking you, that you're like, man, AEW, they usually do what they're going to, they usually do what they say they're going to do, but I'm so used to everybody. getting bent over and fucked. It was everybody. You saw everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. They were like, I'm like 99% sure, but then maybe he's not there. <laughs> maybe they're not going to do it. And then there was the talk of, well, do you think they're going to make us wait the whole show? He's not going to, like, they're not going to. And then you watch 
and it's I'm gonna start crying talking about it. And the arena is just there there because everybody's fucking ready, like just yeah. ready, chanting his name, and then they hit the fucking music, and it's him. And you're just like, oh, oh this is this joy. The the place the place goes absolutely <laughs> ballistic. One of the biggest reactions I've ever heard for anything. Yes, I would agree. You know, like. And I, uh, obviously, and look, we're very can, biased, but... You can, yeah, but you can compare Pops to things that have happened in that yes. building. Yes, you can. The Blackhawks won one of their Stanley Cups in that building, and the reaction was not this big. I mean, say what you want about the guy, and you can say a lot about him. Chicago loves him like a son. Yeah. Because he, he's our guy, you know? Like, the first wrestling show I ever went live to was Money in the Bank 2011. I love him. I love him more than some of our relatives. Like, I, I don't know. He's just... And we were there... Uh, yeah, we were there for that show. And that pop was insane. That was bonker. That but, I think, show, but I think this one in the United Center was bigger. I would Yes, I would agree with you. That whole show was crazy, because that's when Danielson won the Money in the Bank briefcase that started... The yes, yes, yes stuff, him being the douchebag. There was a lot happening at that show. But it was, yeah, because everybody just wanted to see that Punk versus John Cena match. Yeah. Everything, like Danielson, people were excited about because it's Chicago and people, it's a wrestling town, people know about him. Everything else, everyone was kind of like, yeah, that's great, no one cares. Let's get, get to the fireworks factory, get to the fireworks factory. And it was amazing. It was glorious. I had only been watching wrestling for like a couple weeks again. And I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that that's one of the greatest <laughs> entrances ever. That CM Punk Money in the Bank entrance. And I think this one eclipsed it. Like, it was just the pure joy. I mean, like, you know, the guy, they focused on the one guy who was crying in the audience. I mean, that was a lot of people. When people were like shitting on that guy, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm sitting in my house and I'm crying. Like, well, and also it's like, that's the point of right. pro wrestling is right. to make you right. care. Well, and not only that, it's been a rough year and a half for people. <laughs> it's a catharsis thing. Look, look, joy. It's actual proper joy. For the first time in God only fucking knows how long. Let the guy cry. Who fucking cares? I, I guarantee you at least half the people in that building had tears in their eyes, if not all of them. The people I knew who were there were crying. And and like I was sitting at home crying. Like it was just because you could see it on his face. They had WWE had beaten the love of wrestling out of this man. Yeah. And it took him how long to be comfortable enough. To come back. He was so fucking happy that they fucking, like, not remembered him, because of course they were going to remember him, but they still fucking care. Well, and yeah, you could see it when he came out. It hit him, and you could see him. He had to really keep himself from crying. And I was impressed, because I would have started bawling like (laughs) a child. (laughs) I can't believe he actually was able to contain himself, because he really was, you could see, like, how red his eyes were. Oh, yeah trying to stop himself and uh yeah i mean the whole thing the jumping into the crowd as bad of as an as bad of an idea as well, that you're probably sitting there like oh really now everyone was. has covid yeah. now everyone has the delta variant but <laughs> it was just it was such a great moment and it really was like like he like he said 
we could never could have done this without a crowd because it would have been so bad. No, you needed the crowd there. And the you crowd a made it. crowd there. Yes. And, and this is the thing. It's like people want to shit on the crowd when in any town when the crowd doesn't react in a way they want. But look, it's just like a fucking theater production. The crowd's a big part of the show. Yep. Well, and if it's... I, I never understood like the anger with like the way they, the the crowd reacted. It's like the crowd is is buying your product. Like yeah. if they're kind of rebelling against it, it, like if the young bucks were in WWE, the young bucks would still be getting cheered even though they're heels. The young bucks get booed. Well, Kenny and the young bucks and that whole faction are just the best pricks. They really are. It's glorious. <laughs> but I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and you're just like, if this was WWE, they would not be getting... Like, the crowd is engaged with the product in such a way well, that is so weird from having watched WWE for as long as I have. It's like the people... You're buying into the rules of the universe. And yeah, okay, no, these are the bad guys right now, even though, you know, I love them and I know that they're the reason that this show exists. Fuck them. They're the bad guys. I want to boo oh. them. And, and because you, again, they've created so much goodwill over the last few years, and especially with this punk thing, because they delivered what they essentially promised without promising it, that people are willing to go along and kind of do what you're supposed to do and be enthusiastic because, like you said, they're not having shit shoveled down their throat. The show is like, you know, everything isn't like a grand slam. But the show mostly hits and they do a good job of pushing people and they do a good job of building people up. And I'll kind of give you another good example and with a tangent built in a complaint, if you will. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you watched it, but last Friday on Rampage, I believe, Tynara, Tynara Conte wrestled the bunny. And uh, was that? No, she re- who did she wrestle this week? This week Wednesday? she wrestled Penelope Ford. Okay, that's what I watched. I didn't see okay. Rampage. So Friday. last week I'll give you the difference. Um, and look, it is what it is. But the bunny isn't the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, so Tay, that's what they call her, Tay Conti a lot of the times. Tay, Tay, I'm not sure. Hmm. Is it hmm. Tay or Conti? Tay? You're fine. Well, whatever. I'm Anyway... She likes to do these running kicks into the corner. Mm-hmm. You saw her do it this week on yes. that. I remember she was doing it on that in that match against Penelope Ford. And the bunny, when she was taking these kicks, instead of just like snapping her head back and selling them, she was turning away and covering her face with her hand. And I was just so annoyed because I'm like, you're making this look like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just sell the move. She's not actually kicking you in the fucking head. Right, right. You know? But this week, but then on Wednesday... Penelope Ford takes the same moves. What does she do? She snaps her fucking head back. Okay. And then look, because people know like, Hey, we're going to go with the show. We're going to be into it after the match. Her and the bunny are beating up Conti (laughs) and Anna J comes back from injury to save her friend. Because again, Tay Conti has a friend. There's relationships. So she doesn't just watch her get her ass beat. So she's healthy. She's back. She comes out, makes the save. Big pop, big reaction, you know? And it's like, hey, wow, what a weird show. People are happy to be there. Crazy. I don't know. 
and I, I, I do have to throw in there too their use of because I, I what did I text you when I was watching I'm like who whose fucking idea was it to give Jungle Boy Tarzan Boy as an entrance theme they yeah. should give be given a million dollar bonus and have a job forever because that is my new favorite wrestler because that is just perfection. Yeah, and they paid the money for that music because it made sense to help get him over. It works. It just I, works. I, I look, and then I, you've got fucking Orange Cassidy coming out to the Pixies. I'm yeah. like, stop it. Who Whose idea was this? I think it's mostly Tony Khan. I think the guy's a wrestling genius. He might be. And wrestling, by the way, is not that complicated. It's actually very simple. That's what I've I've been like. This is not difficult. It is it's good versus evil. We really don't have to get any more whatever than that. Or you could have the face versus face for respect match or whatever. Yeah, and you can do good versus good like they're doing with Darby and Punk mm-hmm. because they just want to challenge each other. Right. I thought I Sting wanted, did a pretty I good job know, selling it, yeah. at, it uh, uh, on the show uh, a couple nights ago. I want to know who's better. Right. Simple. And I think, you know, the, the this and this summarizes to me how Tony Khan just completely views pro wrestling differently than Vince McMahon. Is before that rampage started, you can go find the video online or whatever, Tony Khan comes out to speak to the crowd. This is before Punk came out and everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, you guys sold this building out on a, essentially on faith. And you did it in like the building sold out in like an hour or something. You know, that's a lot of seats. It's not and, a small building. No. You know, thank you. I'm so happy you're here and your faith will be rewarded. And it's like, what a completely different mindset from, from Vince McMahon's. Fuck you. Do what I want. Right. Be well, happy that I give you anything. Well, and it's just, it's it's like, okay, you know what? If you want to have your your shell of an entertainment company over there in the corner, that's great. That's not the only option anymore. I've got a, an actual wrestling company that cares about the wrestling here. They care about, like, wins and losses. They care about the tag teams. They care about not shitting on the fans. Too much. It's it's because there's some parts of the story that you do have to shit on the fans. Well, right, of course the heels are going to win. You shouldn't get what you want all of the time. The good guy yeah. shouldn't win a hundred percent of the time. But I, I'm so much more willing to give, you know, my time and my money and my attention to the wrestling company because I like professional wrestling. I, it's not entertainment. Like when we used to go to like the Chikara shows and stuff and like the indie shit that we'd go see. It's it's just fucking fun. I, you know, it, it's it, what WWE did to it is appalling. And, and look, Vince should enjoy his money. And the reality is, is that no matter what they do, they're going to make shitloads of money in WWE. Yes. And no matter how many people are watching or not watching the next TV contract will somehow be bigger than the one before it because he's just sold his soul to the devil or something. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. If you, because it used to it used to be like, you try to convince, don't watch it anymore. If it, you enjoy it, I don't understand how you can enjoy it. But hey, you spend your time how you want to spend your time. That's none of my fucking business. I'm going to go over here and this is what I'm going to watch. You watch your garbage, and that's fine, because we all like garbage. I watched all two seasons of Prodigal Fucking Son, 
and that was trash. But I'm going to be over here watching the good thing for as long as I can and enjoying it for as long as I can. Yeah, there there are games I play where I know this game sucks. If I was reviewing it, it would be like a five. It's totally mediocre, but I can get my fun out of it Mm -hmm. and I know what I enjoy about it, even though I know it sucks. Yeah. And this is always like people, some people get like offended when I'll be like, hey, you know, Call of Duty, that game sucks. It's like, because they think you're, because you're attacking the thing they like. And it's like, dude, two things can be true. The game can be shit. And you can still enjoy it. Well, and the the multi-billion dollar corporation doesn't need you defending it. So let's <laughs> get to, let's get the the boot out of your mouth and let's 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 leave Call of Duty and Vince McMahon to to sleep on their piles of money with uh, 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 Satan's. Yeah, you know. and look look at Call of Duty. I mean, is the perfect example. That game's been bad for years years and years and years that game's been bad last time i touched it and it's still the biggest game in the world every year when it comes out it doesn't matter should you release another game at the same time as call of duty probably not seems like a a bad bad plan yeah Mm. 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 remember when titanfall 2 came (laughs) out right between (laughs) call of duty and battlefield wow Great job, nice guys. Nice job, guys. That, <laughs> excellent job. That, excellent job. That that game like went on to have huge success, a giant player base, and like has enjoyed. Oh, you mean it failed support. completely? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that mm. yeah. Weird. <laughs> hey, I'm going way back. Speaking of Tumblr, ooh. How about OnlyFans? <laughs> Oh, the, the, the walk back? Yeah. Because well, what were you fucking thinking? I do believe them that it was a banking slash payment processor issue, you know? Because sure. the timing, you know, sure was amazing that they announced the thing. I think they basically announced the change to create public outcry. And then... The CEO comes out and he says, hey, look, we don't want to do it, but the fucking payment processors won't are saying they're going to pull. They're going to pull out. And then the next day, all of a sudden, the payment processors are like, oh, you know, uh, you're kind of giving us some bad press here, buddy. And we'd all just like to make a shitload of money together. So why don't you just let the nudity and the porn back on the platform? There you go. <laughs> For now. We'll see if it well, stays we'll see okay. We'll how it goes, right. But, but it's, it was just like... But does anyone? Oh, so here's here's what what gets me about that with the payment processors. Like, no one, no one fucking thinks about Visa when you think about buying porn. Yeah. Like at, it's definitely at the all. First thing, like, like right. no, no one gives a shit as long as it's legal. No one fucking cares if it's Visa or Mastercard. Oh, he used Visa to pay for porn. Visa's a corrupt... Co- no one gives a shit. No well, one cares. No one cares here's at the, all. Here's the weird thing. As far as what I read about and understood, like MasterCard, for example, basically their rules in terms of processing porn is that anyone, if you want to use our card on your website, you need to have the performer's you know, show identification, 
which is if you are going to upload stuff on OnlyFans, I believe you need to prove I'm that, sure that you you're have. of age and everything and who mm-hmm. you are and the whole deal. And then you just can't have certain things, right? So that's why, like, there isn't incest porn, even though they're, you know, there's, like, fake incest porn, but they never really say, like... Right. It's not actual incest porn. Right. You can't have, like, bestiality or something, right. you know? Like, there's certain it's things not a that... Yeah, to follow along. There, there's certain things that MasterCard says it cannot be X, Y, and Z. Otherwise, yes, we will process it. Right. And so they've always been in line with those rules... And, you know, as far as I'm aware, you know, at first we were like, oh, is this OnlyFans trying to go public, like trying to get outside investments or something, you know? Right. But that doesn't appear to be the case. Yeah. I, which was, we, it was just so, it was so bizarre. Well, because it's, it's weird because I don't think of the credit card companies as like a brand. Like, I don't know, like, oh, I have a MasterCard, and I'm proud to be a MasterCard. Well, well I mean, there are MasterCard and Visa commercials, so... Well, oh, no, and it definitely it the, is. It is a brand. I just don't think of it along, that way. You know, as, as Alex was talking, it did make me think of something, though, and, and that's liability. You know, it, you don't want to open up your business to the liability of being accused of being part of... Um, an illegal operation. Well, it was trafficking, wasn't it? Wasn't that part That's, of it? That's but it's always the same stuff. We're trying to stop trafficking and child porn. Well, the pro- what are you doing about Facebook? Yeah, nothing. Right, right. Exactly. fat line of nothing. Well, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of these, it's like when Pornhub got the same. And by the way, you, I'm pretty sure, as far as what I read, you still can't use like Visa and Mastercard on Pornhub. So they're still having that issue. And it's like, you know, what was the what was the numbers like over the course of three years? There were maybe 100 actual child porn videos on Pornhub. And in the same time frame on Facebook, there was like 25 million. It's it's, like it's because we all we all know what's really going on. Yeah. No, I mean, I know what the hypocrisy of it is. Speaking of. I'm so I I deleted my Facebook years ago and I deleted my WhatsApp last year. I think I think Instagram is not long for my world, which is unfortunate because I do actually mostly enjoy Instagram, but they fucked it up so badly, though. I, I mean, every time you get on it, it's like. It's just ad after ad after ad after ad. Not only that, but it's like, how hard is it to just show me? Like, fine, you want to throw some ads in there? Whatever. Can I just see the chronological fucking, like, pictures from the people that I follow? No. It's all fucked up. It's all jumbled. Like, there'll be stuff that they just don't show you. You got to, like, go to the person's page to see. I follow a lot of, like, friends. I follow a lot of food people. Like, fan artists on there. Uh, uh other artists that I've met at some of like the classes that I've taken. And it's like, I, I want to see that stuff. You can show me ads. That is fine. I understand the world that we live in, but can I at least see the shit that I like subscribed to see? Well, and here's the other thing is, you, you know, I don't have an Instagram account. I've never had an account or used the app or whatever. So if someone sends me something that's on Instagram, there's like a 50, 50 chance. It won't even let me see it. 
Yeah. Because if you don't have an account, it won't let you in. It'll just like half the time, it'll just sometimes you can see it. And the other half of the time, it'll just pop up a, you know, login page. And so if you don't have an account, they don't even want you to be on Instagram. No, the same thing with Facebook. I mean, like there's very, there are like very specific things that they'll let you see without um, being on Facebook. Facebook and I've run into this problem recently because um, running groups that I'm you know one I'm part of a running club and you know there are some other running groups online that I'm interested in but they only operate on Facebook and there's a couple sketch groups that I'd like to like get together with and I was like I don't I'm not doing Facebook anymore can I just is there an email that I can reach out to you on because I don't want to be a part of this right and it, you know it is it is annoying um and but you know at the same time it's like i'm i'm just i'm not getting a face even just like a like a blank facebook with my name on it just so i can get information from the running club like no just send out an email newsletter you know speaking of social media and as always i'm just going to go ahead and toot my horn and say i was way ahead of the curve on where all this shit was going I got out of these fuckers a long time ago. You're welcome, Bob. Anyway, you know, I was talking with our faithful listener about this the other day. And the funny thing about school now, especially like young kids, you know, is like I don't think anyone really except for like maybe like the captain of the football team or something. Right. Most people have, like, whatever experiences in, like, grade school, you know, or middle school or high school. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe some a little bit better than others. But I don't think anyone was – I don't know that many people look back and they go, wow, I really loved middle school, you know. Maybe some people do. I don't know. But, um, you know, the one thing is, though, if you were having a bad time at school – I'm just talking about, like, not the – not the um, academics portion, more the social part of it. Right. But if you were having a bad time, when the day was over and you went home, that shit was done, right? But now, because Not of no social more. media, yep. it just follows you everywhere you go. Yep. And a lot of, and, and not only that, but I mean, like, you know, one one of the reasons you shouldn't have kids on social media is because if you say some fucking dumb shit on there, it's going to follow you for the rest of your life. But two... Or if you're not smart about your photos. Sure. Yeah, you... Yeah. You trust the wrong person. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a big concern. And I think, but, more, I think more people are figuring this stuff out. But... Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, Bob, you know, it's it really is like... I, it's like a crazy world now where... You know, in my opinion, you don't need to be on social media. You know, I, don't, I can't think of any good reason a 10-year-old needs to be on Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp or whatever the fuck else, TikTok, you know, whatever, right? I can't think of any good reasons you need to, but I think most kids probably are on some of those services, if not all. And, you know, whatever issues they're having are just going to be brought home and magnified Compounded. by social media. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I, you know, I remember very clearly when Facebook came out because, uh, you know, as I think most people know Mark Zuckerberg um, is a Harvard dropout. 
Um, and he was in school at the same time I was at BU. Um, so Facebook, uh, you know, started getting popular. And, you know, I remember being on Facebook pretty early and it was intriguing. And, you know, you, we're sitting there and we're looking at it and like, oh, this is cool. We can see who, you know, we're in school with. And, in, you know, it was very clear right from the start that this is just very stalkery. And like, well, sure. Is, what was the original purpose of Facebook? To get laid. To rate the women. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's. It is. No, I know. I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, it it was so, you know, there there was you, people knew it was like kind of shady right from right from get out. Um, and then it only just for a while it was useful snowballed into the the well well, i mean it went through it went through a period where it was useful it was nice especially like i know you two i mean you went to school for a year um away from here but you guys really have not left the area you know i've bounced around the country and for to a certain degree social media has been nice for keeping in touch with not just my family back home, but people I know who have, you know, moved all about the country. I've heard, yeah, people say that as well. So there there has been some utility for it, and it's one of the reasons why I have cling, you know, not quite pulled the trigger on deleting my Instagram quite yet. Um, but I'm very close. Uh, but, it, it, you know, but beyond that, though... It really is just a it, all it can do is cause trouble, and I think of it a lot of like from from the perspective of driving, like the thing you know when I go out and drive, um, I don't generally worry too much about what I'm doing on the road. Like I know I'm a pretty good driver. I'm not the best driver, but I'm a pretty good driver. I'm not worried that I'm not terribly worried I'm going to cause an accident, especially not at speed. Um, but you don't know about the other people on the road. And that's the thing. Like, um, So when Izzy was born, you know, it was a conversation we had about, you know, what do we want to do about it? And we said, we just don't want pictures of her up on social media and we got a little bit of resistance to that and uh but we've stuck to it pretty firm and i think there's maybe two or three pictures all told that have ever been posted to social media of her i think we posted i posted when we when she was first born there's that picture where we're holding her and you really can't see her at all right like a little bit of her face and there's the one where we went home yeah and then we had to have a conversation with certain people about posting but and it's not that you know it's it's genuinely not that we're trying to hold out on people or that we don't want you to see pictures of her i'm more than happy to text you a picture like shoot me a message hey can you send me a picture of izzy i get those messages periodically i'm happy to do that same i'm not putting it out on facebook I'm not putting it on Instagram. Um, I we actually so to talk about running for a second. So you know, for 
the marathon, I'm running for Ronald McDonald House and I have like a page. And a lot of what they talk about is how like it can be very impactful if you if put a personal story up um, of, uh, you know, how, what it mean why Ronald McDonald House is important to you. And I wrote up something um, and they said, you know, a picture really goes a long way. And, you know, we talked about it and we said, you just don't want to show her face. And, you know, so it kind of dug and dug for a picture that, you know, we thought would be. Well, no, we had a, we had recently gone out. I think we were at yeah. a friend's house and we had some good pictures of her from behind and we were like, okay, yeah, yeah that, we'll that works. Yeah, we'll do that. And I'm okay with that. But, it, you know. Well, she's not old enough. That just the, my perspective is she's not old enough to consent to have her picture online. No. So I'm not going to take that away from her. Yeah. And, you know, I know. And Mark Zuckerberg doesn't need to have, like, the rights to the pictures of my fucking daughter. Because fuck, fuck him. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Facebook is just been just such a shithole yeah <laughs> i mean and, like and, actively contributing to the ruination of society and that's yes. not even hyperbole no well and that's the thing it's like because it, it the 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 spread of this disinformation is so rampant that there are probably things that we all have heard and maybe believe that probably are not true, but it's just so prevalent. And so you hear the same thing so much that you just assume it must be correct. You know, and, and it's, it's hard to, you know, you can't, you can't fact check everything, you know, and once it's in your brain, once you've heard it, like I remember hearing once, and this was well before social media, like, oh, this was back in the aughts when my family was watching Fox News all the time. And I remember hearing someone say that, oh, you shouldn't shop at Target because they're a French company and the French won't support the war. And for the longest time, I believed that Target was a French company. Because people call it Target. <laughs> That's probably where it started. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, I thought I'm about to fucking lose it over here. <laughs> I thought that Target was a French company. And it's very not true. They're from Minneapolis. Like but you know, that gets that gets implanted in your brain. You just have this image of like, I know he wasn't even on the network then, but fucking Tucker Carlson just going in on fucking Target. 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 Oh my God! You know, it's like you can't you can't escape it, and and Dude. they're doing nothing, and no, the government's it costs money doing to nothing. Do something. The government's not doing anything about it either. Well, that's well. And, and look, you brought up Fox News, and here is the perfect example of how dumb you have to be to be a Fox News viewer, because on one hand, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity or whoever else will go on TV and they'll say you shouldn't require people to have vaccinations. Be careful of the vaccination. Who knows how it is? It hasn't been tested that much, right? <laughs> I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking. I just want more information. So all that nonsense. Step off but screen. at the same time, 
Fox News. We'll get to my veins. But at the same time, Fox News, the corporation, if you want to enter the building to work there, you must be vaccinated. And if you want to enter the build and if you work anywhere in the company, it doesn't matter if you work from home. It doesn't matter if you go into the office. It doesn't matter who you are. If you work for the company, you have to either you have to disclose your vaccination status. And this is the exact thing Alex, they will I think rally that's a, against. I think that's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> that is the exact thing they will rally against on their network while telling their employees, do what we say, not as we do. It's right? almost like they're massive hypocrites and gigantic pieces of shit. Weird. So, I do remember true. going to your parents' house for the first time and they had Fox News on and I was like... Well. Contain yourself, Erica. <laughs> well, here Contain we, yourself. Here we are. I mean, I think I think that's the very interesting thing about my experience in general is I, you know, I grew up somewhere extraordinarily conservative. Um and then I've I've generally lived places that with the exception of Salt Lake that are um the complete opposite. I mean, the Coke for now. the Coke Mansion, <laughs> the Coke Mansion in you know the uh, heart of conservative Illinois. Um, <laughs> it really is. It is though. That's the thing. It, it definitely is. Like I'm gonna get the pride flag, and we're probably gonna get egged. So yeah, <laughs> prepare for that next June. Yeah, you might want to get some bulletproof glass. <laughs> but you know, I've I've gone through it, and you know, I I it, the places I've been the things i've seen you know have pushed me very much more left i'm not nearly as left as the two of you are um or at least i'm more i guess i'm more willing to compromise i think generally my my, i think you two are both a lot more willing to compromise i don't want to associate with people who don't hold like certain beliefs that i hold so but, but I also have a very hard time. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I have a very hard time believing someone is a good person if you if you think that the gay should rot in hell for all eternity. That's a hard one for me. Right, and I you know that's I I, I get that you know that point of view completely. I mean I I I, I when it comes to people in like dealing with their religious beliefs. That one is just such a hard thing to deal with because on one hand, like you want or like I want to be able to just say, you know, those are your beliefs. You believe what you want, but, you know, it's just not for, you know, that's not for me. But then you get things, you know, that they end up being the root of things that are truly fucking evil. Like this fucking shit with Texas and the abortion law, like, and I I know we don't want to talk too much about this. I really don't want to talk about it at all because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. But what what can you even fucking say about it? You know, so it, it's it's how do you? It is really difficult to dissociate those things and to to walk it back. And I would say to you know to anyone who who is particularly religious. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not bothered by people who are religious um, or that have faith. What I would say to them, though, is, you know, I, I would challenge you and expect you 
to live up to the tenets of your faith. And if you think that what you are voting for is really uh, supporting the tenets of your faith, then think you might want to think about it. Well, you might actually want to go read the Bible. What was the Jesus with the horse thing the other day? Oh. Alex, it was fucking hysterical. Because it's just like, you assholes really just, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. What was it? Oh, something about... Jesus wouldn't approve of like sex, sex workers. workers or something. And it was like, you, you, are, are you aware of who Mary Magdalene was? <laughs> In the fictional stories that you guys are so... You know, Jesus didn't like people who had a lot of money either. I don't know if you remember that one. That, uh, uh, you know, but sure, keep just constructing and not reading the actual book that you're, yeah. Well, I just, I just enjoy the idea that God created everyone with whatever flaws or imperfections they may have, but he, but he doesn't like, you know, 30% of the people he created. God loves everybody, except for you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, wait, hold on. This is some real cognitive dis- dis- dissonance can here. We, can we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, my feeling on life has just always been, if I don't care what other people are doing, as long as it doesn't have any impact on me, right? Like, when it comes to if someone's gay or if someone's trans or whatever, any other millions of things you can be, I just don't care. It's like, it doesn't, how does it affect me? It doesn't. It doesn't. At all. Well, and and then these people will, they, they fixate on, well, you know, trans people are sexual predators, even though the vast majority of the research that's out there says that that's not true. But it happened one time. And it's the same thing. They always focus on the very fringe case because that's what proves their belief. You know, even though the research says the vast majority of sexual predators are um, men who are close to the family. That's who's most likely to sexually assault you. Um, Not trans men. Men. Like you're they, they they don't or take the the horse dewormer instead of the you know the scientifically Very. tested and vetted uh vaccine it, well, it, it, it and 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 this is what like they need i wish i could get like an understanding like it's not just one thing like it's not it's not this one like core little it's not this one belief that's weird like i have like like i have my we all have weird beliefs we are like i have a super like there's a superstition i'm very superstitious on my snowboard like if some if i'm if i'm at if i'm sitting at the bottom of the run and someone says we're going on last run i unstrap i'm done for the day i'm not going to do that and that is pure superstition um I got that, but it's like this is everything. Like, and then you, then you'll come out here. You'll get your Tucker Carlson's. You'll get your Joe. I just want more information. We provide you all the information. It doesn't matter. It doesn't line up with what your belief is. So you're going to completely right. You're you're not interested in learning more and 
like to me one of the best things you can do as a person is gain more information and then be like hey you know what i was wrong i fucked up i'm sorry like we you need to give people a chance to learn and to grow because it is as frustrated as i get with a lot of people on the right i don't actively want to see them there are some high profile ones who I, I would I would not be terribly bothered if terrible things happened to them, but for, something bad's got to happen to Ted Cruz. But you know, for, for for the vast majority of people, like mom and pop in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, I don't want to see bad things happen to them because they're religious and they're right wing. No, I don't. I genuinely don't. What I want to see is that. They get information that is reliable, and they use that information in a in a smart way, and don't question it just because it's different than what they understood twenty minutes ago. You know, and and that's that's it's like you it's not a bad thing to grow from learning new things. Imagine how transformative it would be for the entire world let alone just the United States, if people would just start voting for their interests. Oh, my God. Well, if people would start believing or, or understanding what their interests are, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, a, that's a lot of the problem is a lot of people vote on as abortion as their interest. It's not your interest. Like, you're voting for a party that wants to take wants to make your life more miserable purely because they they're willing to go to the ends of the earth to get abortion banned so that this is your entire this is why you're voting this way purely based on that all of the other things that would make your life better by not voting for them you're not willing to go with you know, in, in single single issue voting is always a problem. You know, people, but it's it's not even your interest. Well, you don't want an abortion, then don't, don't get, get an abortion. One. It's not it's nobody's business, but the woman, potentially the whoever knocked her up, and her doctor. It has nothing to do with anybody else. But what is like what like what is your interest? Your interest, like, because it's not even all about that. Now we're gonna go. It's not even all about that. It's like, what did I say earlier? I probably shouldn't get pregnant again. Yeah. The doctor said when I went in the night to have, when shit happened, she was like, hey, let's not do this again. That was my gynecologist said that. Okay, so what if there was an oops? What if we didn't live in a blue state? Okay, I'm just fucked now. Beyond that, beyond that, let's say we decided to uh, abstain for the rest of our lives. Okay, or at least until you hit menopause, right? Like, let's say let's say we did that. That still doesn't address the possibility um, of you getting pregnant from rape. Shit can happen. Shit can happen. Um, and so the okay, so the the real alternative would be for you to get a hysterectomy, a hugely invasive and dangerous procedure. See, but this is the problem. They don't realize that because they don't bother to learn anything about the thing that they're banning. 
Right. They're but, murdering babies. That's it. But it comes it comes back to well, you got welfare women who get abortions who just get knocked up and get abortions. Like that's not a thing that happens. But that's what they believe. Right. I know I understand yeah. that, but that's not what happens. Wait, what? No one's going like, yeah, you know, I use abortion as birth control. Yeah, it's just easier that way. Like, what do you even like? What? What is the 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 the? the I I just it, and the, I'm and, sure there must be some women who do that. It's maybe gotta there be. Are, Alex. It's gotta be like maybe there are. It's gotta be like sub one percent. But that, but I know it's a lot of chicks that. who were sexually Again. active for a very long time and still are. They're married, so it sucks now. But it's it's I'm I'm all fucking worked up. I'm not even making any goddamn sense. It, it, I didn't know anybody who was like, oh, you know, had sex. Oh, and then if you have sex, you automatically get pregnant. That's the thing that happens too that they tell you in the movies. You had sex once. Oop, you're pregnant. It happened. That's how, it's so easy. So easy to have it done. And then, oh yeah, okay, I'm just going to go. And then the cycle will continue. And that's I, just whatever. I honestly believe, Erica, the mindset from... A lot of people, a lot of religious people in your situation would be let God take care of it. Meaning, Which, if right. you get pregnant right. again and you die, uh, that, that's, that what was was, yeah. that's what was meant that to was happen. That was what was meant to be. Yeah. Yes. Your ass was meant to die. Yes. Awesome. That is awesome. the mindset. That's great. I have a topper, by the way. Oh, do this you? conversation. I love it. I saw this on Reddit. I'm stealing it. Sweet. Someone said, if the people of Texas want to get back at the politicians, all they have to do is plug in six fridges at the same time and the power grid will die. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> no. And what did they do about that? Nothing. 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 It got a little hot and it died again. It got a little cold. There was one inch of snow on the fucking ground right. and the power grid failed. Right. And then it got a little hot and the power grid failed again. But we're fine. Everything's fine. Holy shit. You're right. We're going we're gonna to talk about the hard hitting issues. Yeah. Those women who fuck shouldn't be able to get abortions. Okay. So it, there, So here's, here's what's interesting. And I and I I too want to move on from abortion here because there's not much there's really nothing more to say. No, all it is is it's none of your fucking business. That's that's all you can say about abortion. But you know Roe v, Roe v. Wade is going to end up overturned. Um, I don't think it's going to be overturned. It's just going to be a shell of what it was. And and then what are the Republicans going to do next? What what's the next rallying cry? Trans people. They're already doing it. I don't think that has the same take home. Give it, give, give it time. They're, they're, they're trying. They're trying to do that. The problem is, is there just isn't, like, I know we disagree on this, but I think the the amount of people that are trans in the U.S. is just such a tiny portion it of the population. It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Look, well, those weird other people, they want to fuck with the way we do things. Yeah. Fuck them. They shouldn't be able to do that shit. They shouldn't be able to get life-affirming health care. Fuck them. They're different well, than you. Oh, there yeah. will always be gun rights. This is, yeah, there's gun rights. There's, you know, uh, they're prosecuting our religious beliefs. There's, they've got a lot of easy there's drums. There's a war on Christmas. Yeah, but nothing That doesn't have the... As strong as abortion. 
I think I, I think they're gonna really focus in on people prosecuting their religious beliefs. I think that's what'll be next. You mean um, that the whole thing where I do nothing to impede anyone from going to church or? You know, anything oh, but like you that? did, Bob, because you didn't want large gatherings while COVID was going on. Oh, I was under the impression that God was everywhere, but what do I know? <laughs> no, did you know that if you wear a mask, God can't hear you pray? Look, I just, I don't understand why this isn't such an easy thought. Like, you know, you have a lot of people who, you have some people who are fucking really dumb, and they honestly believe that trans people are just mentally ill. And if that's the case, let's just say for the sake of argument, some massive percentage of trans people are mentally ill. Why does it matter to you? Who cares? I just don't. This is my point is even if let's say Bob tomorrow wakes up and he says, Alex, I want to be a woman, right? Why does that affect me? Even if I think he's lost his mind, even if I think he's gone off the fucking deep end, how does it affect me if he wants to grow his hair out and get implants and go on estrogen? Who cares? Alex, think of the children. <laughs> Won't you think of the influence that you're having hey, on children's well, lives? Well, hey, but the unfortunate thing is, it's like I, I know somebody who was, I don't think you ever met, I'm not going to say their name here because they wouldn't want me but yeah, and their family was like, "Yeah, you can come around like your your cousins." What are we gonna What are we gonna tell them? The truth. We can't tell them what happened. No, you gotta go. It's ju- it's just so weird to me because I feel the same way about all of it. Like, well, it's it's because I feel like I have cares? this conversation with with people who I, I uh, certain people that are I'm close with. Why do you care? Why is is the majority of your day spent concerned about what other people are fucking doing? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Don't you have enough to worry about on your own plate? I know I do. So if you want to go do whatever, as long as you're not like actively harming people, I do not give a shit. I well, do not care. And I think it's that's kind of tied into the social media stuff as well, is you just have way too many people, be it on the left or the right, who just have an unbelievable amount of free time to just get on social media and just bitch about stuff and have fucking crusades against bullshit. And we need to focus on stuff that actually matters, right. you know, like, like the downfall of society. <laughs> the downfall of society is a big one. But like, ooh, a YouTuber may have said something... That was moderately insensitive, and maybe they should have like thought better of it. They came out and apologized, but I'm gonna make it my life's mission. You know, Fifteen years to destroy them. Ten years ago, some streamer said the N word one time on stream, and they never did it again. Now we gotta get them. James hey, Gunn made yeah. some weird <laughs> like jokes on his uh, his Twitter. Yeah. We gotta get Disney to hey. fire him. Hey, 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 though we got a decent Suicide Squad movie out of that, so yes, fine. Like, hey, you know what you should do instead of sitting on Twitter all day or Facebook? I don't know if people actually Twitter anymore. How about you go, like, go work out? Go for a run. Go affect some change, maybe? Don't even do that. Go work on yourself. Go do, like, would it be great if you went out and, and volunteered at a soup kitchen? Sure, that'd be wonderful. But if you, if you don't want to do that, go do literally 
anything else. Like, go make yourself better. That's what you should be spending your time on. Not sitting on social media worrying about what's the next outrage. Like, just go out and do something. This is another thing we can talk about. I personally don't believe that the concept of cancel culture actually exists. I think it's horseshit. Not in the way that the right is, like, pushing it. But what I will say is if it did exist, you know who fucking started it? Conservative people. Think about all the shit that has been rallied against by conservative people, right? Like, oh, so-and-so shouldn't appear on TV because they swear in their music, (laughs) you know? Oh, so-and-so thing shouldn't appear on TV because that woman is showing too much cleavage. Holy shit, Janet Jackson's nipple was on television during the Super Bowl. That was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, an accident. <laughs> Indeed. Because well, God forbid you see a titty, Alex. It's like, this is the shit. It's like, you want to talk about cancel culture. Who started it? And I believe me, I think all these people who are focused on shit like this on the left or the right, they're mostly fucking ridiculous. But I'm well, just saying who started things- it. There's certain things in like your 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 instances of your Harvey Weinstein's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That man deserves to be destroyed. Have at it, you know. But it's like, it... well, and the reality is, is that who who has been canceled? Can you like name me some people who have actually been canceled? Because I feel like most people they just like go away for a little while. And then they just make a shitload of money anyway. I feel like Kevin Spacey, but he's trying but that's, to like. But that's different. Come back. He's a pet. He's an actual pedophile. <laughs> like I'm not talking when has about that. Ever mattered? Alex? I'm not, I know, but I guess I don't mean like someone who actually did something terrible. So you're I just, saying I just like, more mean like people think they're getting canceled for wrong thing, right? Like oh, I'm getting canceled because of my beliefs. I'm not talking about people who went out and, like, shot somebody. Okay. I can't think of anybody then. Because, like, you think about, like, oh, Louis C.K. got canceled. Did he really? Isn't he on tour? Isn't he doing great? Like, did he get canceled? Honestly, I don't. Is he doing great? I think I'm sure. Because once I heard he's, like, dropping trow and jerking off in front of chicks that don't want to watch it, I was like, okay, this is somebody that I don't need to ever... Which sucks. I, I think he's I really doing. I'm, I'm guessing he's doing just fine. I, I his, have no idea. I mean, yeah, he lost his TV show or whatever on FX, but I think other than that, I think he's doing just fine. I think he kind of ju- morphed into kind of a, a right wing guy, didn't he? I'm he's not sure about like that. Like cancel culture and shit. Well, I'm sure he did that. I don't because know. They, I don't, they all like do. I said, but I, haven't paid I mean, has Joe Rogan been canceled? No. He's getting ass loads of money from Spotify. But was he ever like, did people like, oh, we're going to cancel him? Did that, that ever People happen? have been trying well, to create a lot of bad press I, I, about I, Joe Rogan for a long time. I do think there's an interesting point there. Though. I just think he's a piece you, of shit. But... If you quote unquote cancel someone on the left, all that happens is they shift to the right. Yes. And they do amazing. 
That that does happen a lot. Because <laughs> right, the only thing that the right exists to do is to own the libs. So Well, right. I mean, you look at you look at one of the big grifters, Candace Owens. People some people a lot of people don't know Candace Owens was a left-wing political commentator and she wasn't getting any traction. No one cared what she thought about anything. So one day she wakes up and she decides, you know what? I'm getting in on the fucking right wing grift. Right. And let, me make some, let me make some money. Yeah. And boom. All and of hey, a sudden. You know what? Honestly, I don't begrudge her that. Hey, if, if you paid, can make babe. a living on it, contribute to the destruction of society. Because it's already hey, happening. If, if someone wants to come along and pay me half a million dollars a year to just spew nonsense here and there. Oh, I'll be Alex Jones. I'll do it. Sure. Oh, let's my go. God. Alex Jones must have so much fun. Like, seriously. Though he's with the a lot of the... He's a bad example because the Sandy Hook stuff did active, like... Yeah, that did harm. harm. He's done a few things he's where a he actually monster, did real harm. But yeah, if it's he's a bad but, example. But as a shtick, it's a pretty entertaining shtick. I just wish I just wish people didn't think it was real. Right. It's like, come on, dude. The guy's he's a grifter. It's just like it's just like Ben Shapiro. He's a fucking grifter. And look, I'll give you a perfect example on the left. A big streamer on Twitch, Hassan. Uh, He's more than likely a grifter, too. I can't remember his last name right now. Hassan Piker. He's a big grifter, too. It's well, like here's the thing. The guy acts like he's a big socialist hero and everything and goes by a fucking... He buys a fucking mansion in L.A. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> like, the thing. Everybody's trying to get your money. Yes. Like, it's it's the same with, like, we were having a conversation the other day. It's like, it, it's kind of right in the that vein of... Celebrities ain't your friends, buddy. The the personification of what you see presented of the celebrity is not the that that's not a person. That's a celebrity, and the person that they actually are is uh, to the to the right of that, not politically or whatever. But it's to the side. To the side. This is a carefully crafted and honed persona to get you to like this person so they can make as much money off of you as possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's the and same with the political uh, I, Honestly, I, I think a lot... I think things would be a lot better if people just fucking understood that and just were trying to do that themselves. Like, everything you, you do should be in order just to try to, you know, move forward and to you know, do well for yourself, you know, and, and just make a living like that should be, it's what you should be doing. And like people who, if you buy into any bullshit about people who are, Oh, they're, they're, they're doing this for the cause. No, they're not. That's not to say that there aren't some people that might be, or at the beginning they were, but Capitalism corrupts everybody, baby. Well, and you need to you need you need to have a livelihood. You need to be able to make money to be able to live. Right. And and you know, if if you accept that and like this thing with Hassan, um you know, oh he got, you know, he got popular, he made some money. Good for him. But yeah, if you're sitting here and you're like, well, he's not living up to his belief, you know, what he's saying? Stop 
Stop yeah. giving him money. Stop right. giving him money. Exactly. If that's what you think. You speak I mean, with your dollars. He's not, he's not making like some money. We're talking about someone who's making ass loads of money. Well, here's my question though. Is he then like turning around and contributing to like, you know, your Ted Cruz's and your like. Well, he's not doing that, but I think it's unclear if he's doing anything with his money that's like. Helping. Positive. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and then if if that's important to you and you're following the message, you shouldn't be giving him money. Yes, I agree. Like, there's... This is... Oh, I get on this all the time. Whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right or some somehow you're neutral. See, those those are the people that it's like, how... How are you doing? How? But, but, finish my thought. Speak with your dollars. No matter, no matter what you think, getting online and bitching very rarely actually affects anything. You know what affects things? Where you spend your money. And whether that's giving your money to a politician, whether that's shopping at a local mom and pop instead of Amazon, whether that is going to McDonald's instead of the local hot dog stand. That's what matters. Nothing else matters. Literally nothing else. And people need to get it through their thick fucking skulls that that's what's important. Yep. So, yeah, you don't... Bring it back to wrestling. You don't like what's on the screen? Like, go back to that Triple H promo. You don't like what's on the screen? Don't watch. Guess what? People finally stopped not watching or stopped watching, you know? And it didn't necessarily hurt their bottom line because of the, but it did. It did a little bit Well, because Triple it H will. ain't in charge of NXT anymore. And it will long-term, like, because- Theoretically, it, would, it has to eventually catch up with them. Well, here's the thing, because, look, when, when- WWE got that last contract, which is a mind-boggling amount of money. There was no competition. Functionally, there was no competition. Now there is. And the people who are putting together those contracts are going to be thinking about where are there going to be more eyeballs. Because they're not going to, they're not just giving Vince money for the sake of giving Vince money. They they do think they're going to make money. But if they they can see what's going on, I I can all but guarantee that next contract is not going to look nearly as good. Well, and you would good. think with the way the ratings have just been tanking, yeah. why why are you, why would you be giving this old fuck more money? Well, because you have to be able to sell ads, right? You know, and like I get it when when you have like, and to a degree, I get the last contract because you have. You had a monopoly on wrestling eyeballs, you know, and people are going to watch and people who watch are going to, it was, are going to be very loyal to the brands that they see. the same concept with NASCAR, people who, people who, um, are fans of NASCAR, like, and this is true even for me, like I'm a huge Tony, uh, what he doesn't race anymore, but I was a huge Tony Stewart fan. I 100% would shop at Home Depot over Lowe's because of Tony Stewart. And you get this, you have a very similar loyalty um, situation going on with 
wrestling. It's a little different because it's not, you know, they're not out there wearing brands on their shirts. Unless you're Brock Lesnar. Unless you're Brock Lesnar. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's for life. I'm so mad we never, they never had the Jimmy John chant for him. That's because the, the fans are idiots. No one, okay, I love so many pro wrestlers, right? Like, Okada <laughs> is probably the greatest pro wrestler to ever live. Kenny Omega, incredible pro wrestler. No one ever in the history of wrestling, not Steve Austin, not Hulk Hogan, not The Rock, no one has ever been better at being a pro wrestler as a profession than Brock Lesnar. No, I I would one thousand percent agree with you. More money for less work than anyone ever in pro oh. wrestling. He is a business genius. I will never, ever begrudge Brock Lesnar what he does. He pitted UFC against WWE like five billion times to get a shitload of money. And then when he had a shitload of money, he sat back and he said, hey, Vince, I have a shitload of money. I don't ever have to work a day again in my life. So guess what? Am I going to go fight in UFC? I finally hit the table. Am I going to go fight in the UFC? No, I am not. But if you want to get my ass off my fucking property, it's going to cost you a shitload of money, buddy. And I will be working four dates out of the year. You may see me 10 times all year and I will take my millions. Thank you very much. (laughs) The greatest businessman in the history of pro wrestling. Well, Bar I, I none. was telling him too the other day. I don't begrudge the wrestlers anything. You know, you go there, you make your money, you do your thing. I completely understand that. It's it's Vince and to to an extent Triple H as well that it's just like you guys can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I, we were talking about this the other day. Like there, there had to have been before he passed. Um, I had like I got these pictures in my head of dusty sitting there with cody just saying if i ever get the chance to screw over vince and take over the business again oh my god I, you just see him like stewing and like well and cody rhodes we, we talked about this uh, a long time ago uh after all in because we we were at that show it was just i and you know cody's got some idiotic beliefs too but whatever it's it's he bet on himself. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, he was there and he's like, no, you know what? I deserve better than this. Mm-hmm. I'm better than this. I can do better than this. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck you. I'm going to go do it. Well, and he's a, that's a perfect example of, see, a lot of people believe that all that matters is hard work, but that's not reality. No. Everything. That's the big lie. Everything, you know worked out perfectly right you had a billionaire's son who was interested in getting into pro wrestling you had a bunch of big names who whose contracts all came up at the same time who decided to take a chance on a new promotion because they were friends with said billionaire's son and then it turned out said billionaire's son actually knows quite a bit about professional wrestling and he has the money to back up his hopes and dreams. Well, and if he doesn't, he has people who he's working with that do know. Yeah. Because like we said earlier, it's not hard. It's not difficult. 
WWE makes it seem like it's difficult, but it's not. See, the the comment I want to make on what you're saying, though, Alex, is that, you know, I think when... I think a lot of people, when when you hear that comment, they are hearing, "Oh, you we're, we're you're trying to say you don't have to work hard," and the reality is, no, you do have to work hard. Like everyone has to work hard. Like you cannot be successful without hard work. The difference is to be wildly successful. These stars have to align. You had to have been working hard and getting yourself in a position. That when the opportunity came, you could take advantage of it. But no, no, you still have to work hard. And <laughs> more than likely, someone had to give you said opportunity to take advantage of. Right. Exactly. Like, it, it's not just like, this it, it doesn't like happen, you know, and, um, you know, in, 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 uh, you know, the world we live in today, a lot of times that means having a really good idea and uh, finding a, a venture capitalist who is willing to back you um, or, you know, to have Mitt Romney's parents who gave him a million dollar loan to start his business. You know, it's... What are you talking about? He's a self-made man. Self-made man. man. But it's, you know, it's... Yeah, the stars had to align. But you had to work hard at the same. You, you still had to work hard, but you got to be lucky too. There's got to be luck involved. Yeah. Right. No, because like I work hard, and I I have had pretty good luck, and as Erica will attest to, like what has happened in my career over the last six years, seven years, is a frankly incredible and i'm i've never seen anything like it (laughs) personally and and i'm very fortunate in that regard but you also work very hard i do work hard i put myself in position to take advantage of it and i feel very fortunate i am still not near like super wealthy like this giant coke mansion we're sitting in right now would have um, you believe otherwise? We got it for a steal. <laughs> like, but you know, it fell off the back of a truck. Yeah, into a lot, <laughs> and then you claimed it. Yeah, I mean, see, the stars aligned. I took yeah. it. <laughs> An opportunity presented itself, and you worked hard to take possession of said mansion. <laughs> the elevator is my favorite part. You got to take the elevator. It's shockingly slow, though. You got to work on it. Listen, in-home elevators are always slow. It's like, I talked to the guys at Otis. It's like a McDonald's ice cream machine. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? I um, did. Th- yes, the... the um, I spend all my time F- online reading fanfic. I think it's so the FTC. FTC is investigating why the McDonald's machines are always broken. Because I, I would be interested to find out why, too. Because it's because they don't want to clean it at the end of the night. They've already cleaned it. Well, apparently it's that the however it is cleaned breaks it all the time. Apparently that's the deal. Well, um, the, the Alex... There's, a, there's some company that has control of the software that does the cleaning and everything... And they hold all the keys to the kingdom. There's some there's some shenanigans going on. Yeah, I mean it's it's interestingly it's 
it's one of those things where once you get down into the details, even just a little bit, it's like, it's like, oh, there's some shady ass shit going on here. And yes, this is. So we can expect the HBO documentary. Oh, about I can't it wait for the HBO doc. Years. <laughs> It'll be the same dude. Hey, you did a really good job. I thought that was a fascinating story. No, no, no. I mean, it'd be the same dude who who rigged the the. <laughs> it all. He owns the company that owns the software. <laughs> I will tell you this. And I have not been to a McDonald's in a in a, a minute, but when it, it, you'd go very late at night, and okay, want to get my fries, want to get my burger, and I want a motherfucking milkshake, and oh, sorry, machine is out of commission. Infuriating. Like, white-hot rage. Like, all I wanted was ice cream. You know who's got a great milkshake, though? Portillo's. Mm. Oh, Portillo's. Oh, their fries are so good. Are you closer to Portillo's now than you were before? No. By the way, I will tell you. Are you sure? Do not go to that one. I, I forgot to tell you guys. On Butterfield. That one on Butterfield? Yeah. Fucking sucks. Well, where's the, go where's to the, the one on Ogden. One? That seems far. I'll tell you the directions. It's easy. Yeah. Please tell me I so I can forget and then put it into Google. It does seem a little far, but it's not. It's not. It's because the roads are all like 55 and 40, 45 miles an hour. Like you can yeah. get from here to, say, H Mart quickly. Well, and then, it's only, it's like a minute further down the road. Yeah. yeah that's the, not far that, from that. So that's the weird thing about moving to this location, which. Um, I'm going to be careful not to give away too much detail, mm-hmm. but vagaries, you know, where we were, we were very deep in a neighborhood and it would take, it would take surprisingly long to get places sometimes. Well, it takes five minutes just to kind of get out of the general area. Yeah. And now like from here, we're, everything's within five minutes. Yeah. I mean, you you're out of the neighborhood in two minutes, if that. And no, what I really liked was last night. I was like, I, you know, there's a sushi place. I wanted to try sushi. I could walk there. That was awesome. And yet, what's really cool about this neighborhood um, is all the armed guards around it. Because again, Coke Mansion, yes. private neighborhood. Um, Rocco actually escorted me yes. to said sushi restaurant. Um, and I really appreciated that. We're surrounded by fairly major roads but it doesn't feel like it i'm a bigger fan of maxwell personally but rocco's an okay guy rocco's too. a good dude rocco's a good yeah dude. i like maxwell <laughs> <laughs> we we i did discover nearby a private road um uh, with some uh some hounds that frankly even in my coke mansion make me feel kind of a little intimidated Inadequate. by <laughs> you're um, like if my guards just miss one shot, I could be missing a chunk of my leg very quickly. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. Okay. Once we're done, I'm going to go watch what we do in Shadows. Oh, yeah. You ever watch that show, Alex? Uh, I have not. It's on Hulu. Or it's on FX. It's oh, fucking it's hysterical. Oh, it's so fucking good. You should by, watch it. By the way, I'll watch it when I watch the other nine million things I'm behind on. So Never. Because I'd never watch those either. That's the funny thing, though, right? Because it's like, oh, I've got a, I've got a list of things I want to watch, and then you get the random like, now you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna revisit The Witcher for no reason. No, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch this 10 minute video on YouTube, and then I'm gonna watch this 10 minute video on YouTube, and then I'm gonna watch this half hour video on YouTube, and then I could have just watched an episode of TV. <laughs> or you That's- could, you could do like me. I don't actually have too much on television that I watch. I like, I'm actually very. Like, that must be nice. 
But um, what I do do is I'll get on Xbox and I've got a plethora of games at my disposal. I have a Game Pass subscription. Uh, and you'll just play Tony. Uh, just Tony Hawk the Clock. Because <laughs> you know, I, can't, I can't be on the party and play a game where I've got a list. Like, I, I can't play single player games when I'm on the party. I, it's it's impossible. I've tried it so many times and I can't do it. By the way, you guys got to put the subtitles on. By the way. I tried that. I can't do it. Because I can't pay attention mm. to the party and the game at the same time. It must be your small mind failing you. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. This is why I took up running because I have a small brain. By the way, in the big down, head, small brain. In yeah. the downtown area of the town we live in, <laughs> there's a great. I don't think it's actually a Chinese place, but they have Chinese food, and it's really good oh why'd you have to tell me that yeah you're gonna have to tell like, yeah, I, i'm we're, gonna we're, need the specific name of that so that we can are go they there still tomorrow. open nah it's late they're not probably not damn but if they are we could order from it oh man see now i'm Chinese curious sounds so cause, good because we were wandering give me google maps on one of your phones earlier today and i will find it um what was i uh no, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things where with shows people will be like, "Oh, you gotta watch this, gotta watch this," and I'm like, "Fuck you! I don't have to watch anything. I'm gonna go revisit the shit that I've already watched a thousand times." You're like, the only time I watch something new is when my cousin comes over and he forces me to watch it, and then I binge watch the whole fucking thing. No, legitimately, like you're not the only person to to use that tactic. Like my buddy Eric wanted me to watch Battlestar Galactica, had been on me forever. He's like, Eric, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You gotta. I'm like, fuck off. I don't need something new to watch. So one time I go over to his house and he's like, oh yeah, just. Just threw on some. I just happened to throw on the first episode. He was of like, just put Galactica. there's something. There's a disc in the in the PlayStation. Just play whatever's in there. I'm like, okay, whatever. Put it on. I'm like, you <laughs> motherfucker. And it was Battlestar. And the same Whoa, thing happened. How did this go on? Who could have seen this happening? Same thing. I went home and I watched like the first season. Then I'm like, motherfucker. Now I'm come hooked. And then Damn you it. and then you watched like all five seasons and then you watched the finale and you were like, this <laughs> was, was like, awesome. Oh, I've wasted my life. I never had that feeling with It's Always Sunny, at least. That show's perfect. It is perfect. Sheila was making I, fun of me, though, because she's like, yeah, we all knew it was perfect. You're the one that fucking waited forever to watch it. And well, now I, you're and running when, around with all these references that people are like, yeah, stupid. We already know. And one day that show will end, but they they just need to not have a finale. They just, it just needs to be... Oh, no, it just needs to be like, we're done. This was the last episode. Danny didn't want to come back, so we're not doing it anymore. Or, or they do a shot-for-shot shot recreation of the Seinfeld episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what else is fucking great, Erica, oh that Bob doesn't like? Curb your enthusiasm. I don't understand that at all. I, I genuinely don't get that. It's 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 like the perfect show. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not. I just That's th- there are things. Okay, so this latest season, I watched a little bit of it, um, because y- you had it on, um, and and there were some funny things in there. I will say, I thought Spite Store was <laughs> Spite Store was pretty. <laughs> because you can just imagine Larry David actually doing that. Oh, big time. Big time. I, I don't I think it's fucking hysterical. But and I, I we were big 
Seinfeld people in my house. That was like appointment family viewing mm-hmm. every Thursday. Yeah, I think Curb is just Seinfeld, but raunchier and with swearing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not for everybody. Every, I don't understand every, it. Everyone has their flaws, Bob. Oh, I have many. Well, clearly, see, I have a theory, Erica. Yes. Mm. I have theory? a theory. What is your work? I theory? think, Bob, and you may be in on this and hiding it from me as well. I think Bob's a secret serial killer <laughs> because I actually don't understand why otherwise he's so cursed in so many ways because you would think it must be the universe balancing things out like hey you've taken 10 lives in 10 years so therefore we are going to deny you quality service anywhere you ever go i know why that is i know exactly why that has happened it is the gods of of food service being like your father has wronged us for the 60 whatever fuck years he's been on this planet so the sun shall reap the reward <laughs> that's uh, what that is this is friend. this is a legitimately valid theory because I, I have been to restaurants and i'm like you need to shut the fuck up because i don't want my food getting spat in sir and you know what's funny here's what's funny is this is how well focused the curse is <laughs> when you're at places with him the curse doesn't affect other people not usually. It only Sometimes. affects Bob. Like, we'll, we would go to a Portillo's, and I would order, like, the most convoluted item on the menu, <laughs> and it would be done in an expected amount of time, mm-hmm. and Bob would order a salad, and he'd just never get it. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. We would go to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Bob would be like, hey, can we get the check? And the waitress, who had never asked us if we would like to split the check, would bring me my check and say, hey, you, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> that's outstanding. No, that I don't think that ever actually happened. I was going to say, that's amazing <laughs> if that happened. No, when we were on vacation not too long ago, there were a couple instances where he, like, he had ordered something and it didn't end up on there. Like, you ordered chicken with, like, something and it didn't end up on there. And I was like, oh, there it is. There's the curse. Well, and well, we were waiting for the check and I like whatever like with with the baby it's a little hard because it's like she's when she's done she's done we gotta right. go but if it's just us I don't I'll sit for a little while I don't really care it doesn't bother me Bob is like it, he loses I, it. I need the check and I need it now. and that's and that's the type of thing that'll happen is when Bob Bob is like your baby that's where <laughs> she gets it from when he's done he is done he's done yeah and so, in all my things, mindset, in all things, yes. not just at a restaurant, family parties. When Bob's done, he goes and stands <laughs> in the corner and has a puss on his face, and is like, "I've finished talking to Alex. We need to leave now." And my mindset is, "Hey, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. The check takes ten minutes to come out instead of the two minutes it should. We'll talk for ten okay, minutes. Okay, okay. That I one time a, it was like forty-five minutes. But my mindset is the same." We'll just bullshit for 45 minutes. It's not a big deal. I can clearly come up with horse shit to talk well, about. Well, because my thing but is, where Bob, you, if you have somewhere to be, different story. Yeah. If you don't have anywhere to be, who fucking cares? But Bob, in those 45 minutes, will become irate. Oh, dude, I know. We'll be at parties. And, we'll be at parties. And he's trying to, like, get my eyes. He's trying to, like, make eye contact be like... And it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> 
I'm talking to people. You got to hang out. Go find Alex and keep talking about shit. Yeah. It's actually, and this is my, this is always my thing as it refers to the curse, is how does it still make you upset? It does. It's the fun because it's like it you know would it's be coming. like it would be like if Erica walked out of her home and every single day someone ran up and smacked her across the face. You'd be upset for a long time, but if it happened every day for fucking years on end, eventually you would just be like, "All right, let's get it over with, so I can move on." Right. Exactly. Let me move on with my day. See, I, I, I think you underestimate my, my ability to get angry. About. No, I'm very. I estimated appropriately. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I guess it's like people don't understand how I could get upset on Overwatch. I don't understand how you can possibly get upset about the bad service you get everywhere. I actually stopped a few years ago. I stopped trying to get fast food workers to not put onions on my burgers. I was just like, it's fine. My here's my theory. Take them off. Here's my theory on that. If you're asking for like nothing, I think you have two ways to go when it comes to say a cheeseburger. You either ask for like the burger plain with like maybe ketchup, right? Or you just say, "Give it to me, however." Because if you say like, "Hey, I don't want tomatoes. I don't want onions. I don't want pickles." You're going to be lucky if the burger is even cooked at that point. You're just asking for it. You know, you got to keep it real simple. You're not at a fucking steakhouse. Right. It's McDonald's. (laughs) Know where you are. It's McDonald's. Yeah. Don't ask for 45 changes. Don't ask for a different meal. You're at fucking Popeye's, dude. The poor fucks in the back are making like $5 an hour and they don't fucking care. You're not at Morton's. Right. You're at McDonald's. Get mad like, at Morton's if they put the yeah. onions on your burger. If you go and to you Morton's, said please don't. If do you that. go to Morton's, you should ask for exactly what you want. You're paying five trillion dollars for your food. <laughs> it's fair to ask for things and want great service. Right. If you're at fucking McDonald's, you should just be happy that the meat seems appropriately cooked. Yes. So I got in trouble. Um, this is probably six, seven years ago now. Um, I was sent on a work trip to Bethesda, Maryland. And, um, you know, when you go, when you travel for work, generally you have an allowance on what you can spend for the day. Um, and different places do it different ways. But, um, you know, one of the more common ones is a per diem. You get, let's say, in the D.C. area, you get like $71 per day. So, um I, you know, we had like a free continental breakfast and the, the training we were at provided us lunch. So we had per diem left to spend. And so the one night, um, you know, and generally we didn't do anything fancy. We were just like, you know, fine. But the one night um, we went to, there was a, a steakhouse in the the hotel we were staying at. And it's one of the, the bigger brand steakhouses. I can't remember exactly what it was. And I was like, well, we've got the money. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Um, so we went and, you know, and we didn't even spend our full per diem. But we got, I got called into the principal's office over it. And, you know, maybe I spent $50 on that dinner. 
and yeah, I got I got ragged on about that. Like, well, that's not really the intent. And it's like you gave me the money and I spent it. Like, well, okay. Well, if the rules are such that I can only spend X amount of money on my per diem on on dinner and X amount on lunch and X amount on breakfast, that needs to be laid out. If it's yeah. not laid out, they really shouldn't be able to call you to question on it. Yeah. If this is the money that you've given me and it's like spend it as you will, you can't be pissed off if I like bring snacks and pocket it. Like that's the per diem. That's the money you gave me. So right. Yeah, well, I mean that was that was one of the things um about that job that, that did irk me was there was a a lot of unwritten rules at that well, I, hate, a, I hate unwritten rules. Yeah, from a travel and expense policy. I mean, that's where I come from. That right. was what I used to do. That it's just asking for trouble. Yeah, and they didn't do a good job of that where you used to work. No, it's like if you don't, you like. I remember like having to like pull teeth to like get a travel policy, and I remember in that like I was like I thought I thought like here's the policy. What did I do wrong? Right. I followed the policy, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I hate unwritten rules. I really do. Um, and, you know, because why do unwritten rules exist? Um, they exist uh, either because... They exist for two reasons. One, the company is doing shady shit um, that they won't put down on paper. Um, or two... Um, your particular boss has some weird uh, hangups and is like thinks that, oh, if we, we stay, you know, th- this is how they're going to stay further under budget or, you know, th- that's how they're going to manipulate things. Like if you, it, it, it's so fucking annoying. Just it have really the complete is. travel and expense policy Just, and let, this is what the rules are. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. Don't do unwritten rules. <sighs> In anything, really? No, just it, just don't. If you need an unwritten rule, you know, then write the rule. Then write the rule. <laughs> really, seriously. Just be clear. Be clear and forward. Well, setting expectations—that's the whole thing. If somebody, right. if somebody had told me, "Listen, you get thirty-one dollars for dinner, you get twenty-five dollars for lunch, and..." Six. And if you don't spend it, you don't get to use it on another meal. Right. If somebody had said that, I would have said, perfectly fine. I probably still would have went to that dinner, but then I would have only expensed $31 for dinner. Well, and I did that when uh, I had a trip to uh, Seattle for work. Mm-hmm. At not, but, And I knew they were weird about stuff. So I went and I, I it was the French place that I took you to for our anniversary that one year. Mm-hmm. It was, I want to go have a meal here because it's delicious. So, yeah, I'm only going to expense, you know, a bit of it because I know they'll be weird about it. But then I'm still having a nice meal. I'll just pay for the rest myself. Right. So. I know. It's, it's, expect, I, I, and I come back to this with so many things in life is it's just about expectations. Like. Just communicated better and let people know what, like where you're at and where you think like things should kind of shake out, everything would be a lot easier. Well, and look, in a situation like that too, instead of getting upset with you that you did something that was within the rules, if you if they didn't like something about that, they should have just wrote it in the rules going forward like, hey, look, guys, just don't go to a fucking steakhouse. 
Right. <laughs> you the know? optics on like, that aren't great. Just write it in the rules. and then, But don't get mad that you did something that was right. okay at the time. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's what I really didn't appreciate was like they were basically trying to say you can't. And it was like, no, no, no. We can. I will accept that moving forward that this is not what. But I'm expensing this. But I'm still expensing this. It, that was that was a thing. That was also the time. One of the other things that that got under my skin early there. Um, but I I learned uh, I learned a lesson from this and I, I acted appropriately. Was so like we had ended up having like travel on a Sunday, right? And then I was taking off like later in the week for something. Um. They would not let me charge time for my travel on that Sunday. And so I still had to use my PTO later in the week. And I, I actually threw a stink over this. I was like, I was on work time traveling that entire day on Sunday. Like I, I put in 40 hours this week and you, so uh, why why should I have to charge PTO? And it became a whole big thing. And I you know and I wrote a letter to my boss and I said, listen, I'm gonna drop this, but just keep in mind I'm never traveling on a weekend again. For yeah, work right never. You know, like this is this is horse shit. And it's the thing, like d- managers managers who want to like really work you over on little shit like that. Cause what is one day of one? What is that one day to the company? Nothing. It really is not. But to me, that's a big deal. Like, especially early in my tenure there where I only had two weeks of PTO. And like, that's a thing like companies need to learn is like, if you're running so razor tight on your margins that you can't absorb a day, you're you're got some shit. There's a problem. But you know, for your employees, especially your young employees who don't get much PTO, who like this this a day a day of PTO means a lot, and you know that can be the difference between them being able to spend time with their family around the holidays and not when you have so little. So for any managers who may be listening, just find a way to make that shit work. Don't, don't get your fucking panties in a twist over it. That's some really good advice. And also, you know, Erica, I'm so happy that Bob decided to, or you guys as a, as a unit decided to uh, hire movers for your move because otherwise I really had a true concern that the bad knee would fail. Well, when the idea was first floated that we weren't going to use movers, it was just like this. No, just no, that's just not going to work. Yeah, no, it was a, that was understand where you were coming from. That was one of those like, that was one of those bad Bob ideas. Bad Bob idea that, like, I pretty quickly was like, "No, that's a 
Well, because here's the thing. Stupid. We were never not going to hire movers. Well, and the price was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, the people we used were, they actually came out, did an estimate, told yeah. us what they thought it was going to cost, and they came in under the estimate, and they were fucking machines, Alex. I was yeah. shocked at how quickly they did everything. It was impressive. Yeah. But yeah. well, why why are you trying to jinx my knee now that I am just mere weeks away? He wants to get me going again. Alex likes the uh, uncontrollable Erica laughing. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I'm not trying to jinx you. I'm just looking out for your best interests. And I, I just really hope as you do things around the Coke mansion... And you get things settled and you move some stuff around. You set up some shelving and everything. I just really hope the bad knee doesn't fail you. He's such a dick. Yeah, but we love him anyway. Now, when you go to bend over in the shower <laughs> in your new home, is there like a bar or something you could hold on to? There actually are. Oh, there's, there's, there's the old person bar. Yes, we have many bars in the shower upstairs. Bo- and in the shower downstairs. That's good. So no matter which shower you're using, you have the old person bar. So in theory, the bad knee isn't going to give you any problems anymore. I hate you so much. I am thinking about getting a like a little stool to put in the shower down here. <laughs> so I can just sit and shower. <laughs> Come on, what's better than sitting in the shower? <laughs> Holy shit, you are fucking old. <laughs> like, Erica, I didn't know you were grave robbing. <laughs> He's fucking 80. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not talking like I'm not talking like one of those like plastic like medical okay, ones. I'm okay, talking about no, like a then, bamboo. No, but when you like, say oh stool for the shower, where do you think people's minds go? Well, I hope you don't get a stool that's really short because then your knees are going to be bent and there's going to be more pressure on them. And then the bad knee will certainly give out in the shower again. I just hope the next time the bad knee fails you, because let's be honest, Erica, it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. That's correct. I just hope when it does... You come up with a better excuse that people will actually believe. Oh, I was out <laughs> running and the two guard dogs attacked me. And dude, I've never ran so fast in my life. I got the fuck out of there. I was good. But the moment I got home, the bad knee exploded. Okay. That's what you, I'm, I'm giving you the story, Bob. If you tell me that exact story, Alex, I like, will pretend. <laughs> I will pretend I believe you, even though I'll know. You bent over a little bit in the shower and your knee exploded. <laughs> Erica, isn't it weird that you find, like, Michael Sheen to be, like, weirdly attractive? He's kind of old. Well, you know, my husband wants to put a fucking medical <laughs> stool in his shower. He acts like he's 80 years old anyway. It's really not that much of a difference. Jesus Christ. Hey, honey, I was really wondering, wouldn't it be a good idea if next to the bed... We had like a bedpan that I could pee in, so I didn't have to the get up. The elevated one, so you just kind of ease yourself. Yeah, up. you just kind of roll over. 
Yeah, that way then you don't the, actually uh, have the, to the actually chair, get the up. The chair lift mm-hmm. on the on the stairs. Oh, that that's would, living. You could do that. You could do that. You could very mm-hmm, easily mm-hmm. all the way up too. Yep. Stool in the shower, and like, you know, and you know, the truth is, Erica, is he means that. I know he does, and I it's know he does. and because he means it, and it's in his mind, it's going to happen. Yeah, I know. So if I were you, I would just get a stool where maybe it only seems like you're forty year olds instead of ninety year olds. <laughs> I don't know if they make those stools, Alex. Come on, it's like. You get a nice, a nice little, like a bamboo stool. It looks like a spa. I'm starting to think, you know, like you have the light in that room that's clearly from the 70s. Uh, I'm starting to think, actually, you're not going to change that stuff because you're just going to settle in <laughs> to old person life. And part of old person life is that your house looks out of date. Erica, I think I, th- okay? I think that light's actually, you know, rather functional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're killing her. Oh my god, Kevin! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, Alex, you have. What do you think about that chandelier in in in, in the the foyer? I just can't believe you have the audacity to say Bob the dog is an old man. Look at you. Look in the mirror. You're decaying before our very eyes. I am a young stallion. <laughs> you know. You can't. I'm not even going to be able to fucking say it. You know. You can't say you're a young stallion if your knee exploded on you while you were watching your feet in the we got there. What does Erica always like to say? That train's never late. <laughs> this laugh break brought to you by our good friends at. Oh, wait, we don't get paid. <laughs> this laugh break brought to you by Ben Shapiro. He's a trustworthy fellow. <laughs> Shitsky. Okay. This is this is why I am running a marathon just to prove you wrong that my knee is fine. He said before injuring himself in we'll a few see, weeks. We'll see in a few weeks. I'm sure it'll be fine. There's no way those bears are gonna eat me on that mountain. Okay. There's no fucking way. Hey, I survived the last. There night. was genuinely nothing funnier. Then literally everyone you told thinking about Alaska, they all genuinely thought you were going to get devoured by a bear. I got I got two reactions when I told people about going to Alaska. Um, what about the bears? Bring a mosquito net. But there was one person, one outlier, because it was literally everybody. It was one of those two things. But there was one outlier. No one thinks of the mooses. Where are you going to shit? Oh. <laughs> he was worried. Everywhere. 
That was even funnier because he didn't recognize you at first. No, he did he not. He was like, who is this strange man? Yeah. Um. Well, uh, you know, funny enough, we ended up sh- we, we ended up having toilets. Um, I, we did not need to. We never had a, a time where we felt the need to uh, go number two. Really commune with nature. Between, take a nice big old shit Between in the woods. rest stops. Um, we generally were able to save that for the... Uh, when you haven't lived. I mean, I have no problem with it. It's just much more pleasant in a bathroom. We pissed everywhere. Just... You do that anyway. Now, so. this room we're sitting in, I know it's a bit of a conundrum. Like, what sofa do you get? Where do you put it? But I think the reality is, Erica, is that no matter what you do in regards to that, your TV just isn't big enough. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I actually don't give two shits about that. However, I will say, once again... Bob the dog better have a fucking seat to sit on by the window very soon or there's going to be problems, okay? Okay. All right. Hold on. Prepare your ears. (laughs) (laughs) Or else. I'm telling you. Or else. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Like, when I'm searching for a, a product for which to acquire to accomplish this goal, like, what should I be searching for? The most plush seating you could possibly have for a small dog to sit on. What we should try to do? Just to see, because I'd be curious. Could put Izzy's little... I don't know that it's tall enough. I don't think it's tall enough for him to see But it would be funny if you stuck it there just to see what he would do. Just an experiment. Just out of curiosity. You, you could try it. But I don't he see. He probably wouldn't see, go anywhere near it because he doesn't usually mess with it. But yeah, he knows it's not his stuff. It has to be. You have to like bring something in the house that's never been here before. It has to be just above the height of the bottom of the window, so he can see out while he's laying down. And I and you say, Bob the dog, come on over, sit here, buddy. Here's your new throne, King. <laughs> BTD. King shit of fuckville. And I guarantee you, he'll be thanking me. I'm his advocate. <laughs> here we go. The Paul I, Heyman to his Roman here, Reigns. Here, you that's right. there, there we go. Something like. Oh, this is pretty good. All right. Well, I'll be waiting. You could. How long will it take to get this? So it's two days. Is that on Prime? It's on Chewy. It has steps Chewy for Chewy has him. pretty good shipping. It has steps for him so he can get up there easier. It's perfect. <laughs> I will say Chewy does have very good shipping. And I don't care if it's a fucking eyesore. I don't care if it fits the decor, <laughs> the feng shui. I don't oh, give yeah, a shit. Because that's something that we're, we really care about. The feng shui. Bob the dog. Better have somewhere comfortable to sit. Yeah, that's oh, right, wait, buddy. Wait, I'm here, talking about here, you. Look at th- this one. This one is even like, you know, it's even lined up for a window. Eh, these these dogs are like miniatures. I don't think that's gonna work. No, okay. I don't think that's big enough. But it's a decent idea, and it could be his home where he goes in to get away from the baby who likes to hit him. It's perfect. <laughs> 
It's not bad. <laughs> I forget who it was like, oh, she's trying to pet him. I'm like, she's not trying to pet him. She's she's how, actively how like wailing that? on his face. This is fucking perfect. <laughs> Buy this. I'm not kidding. Buy this. It's perfect. Look at it. It's got a step up. It's large. It's spacious. If you ever end up in it with a second dog because you leaked information, it'll have enough space for two dogs at the same time. Oh, you don't know about that, Erica? No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm well aware. Okay, of that. Yeah, yeah, I just want you to know what's going to happen no, if he yeah. fucks up. I, I've I've been I've been uh, warned. That's perfect. Bookmark that. Buy it. How much is it? Is there a price? Two hundred and fifty. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> Oh well, if you get bed only is two hundred fifty. Bed with step is two seventy five. Bed with ramp is two ninety five. We're not buying it for you, Bob. We're buying it for the dog. He doesn't need a ramp. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) That was uh, just too easy. On that note, thanks for being here in your new home. And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.